Salutations, traveler. Welcome to A Peak Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you'd like to throw us a little extra road gold, you can always subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. If you're a member of the Amazon Prime domain, you can subscribe for free every month. You can also experience the magic of Tabletop Notch on social media, where a collection of material components for a good time are held. Well then, it seems there is nothing left to do but toss you into this week's episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. In Season 2, Chapter 40, Bad Grapple Spoils the Bunch. (laughs) Harriet huddled with the party in advance of her sparring match, hoping that if she could just plan out the correct strategy, she might overcome the disadvantage of whatever sickly liquid was churning her through her stomach. With her opponent looking brawny but rather flat-footed, it was Saphira's estimation that she ought to stay quick and mobile, advice that we used to great effect in evading almost all of the brute's first few volleys of attacks. Unfortunately, with Harriet's weak constitution and the fact that her fists were making limited contact against an ethereal target, she was quickly whittled down by the few punches that she was unable to deflect. After getting knocked down, we tried to buy her as much time as possible before the second round began. And using Erlen's theatrics, enough attention was drawn that Graben was able to apply a coat of silver powder to Harriet's fists to help with the problem of the diminished impact. Safira wasn't able to convince Carvel that a tag team match would be more entertaining for the patrons, but she was able to speak with an insistent capybara companion who'd been watching from the sidelines. David believed he'd identified a pattern in the way that the ghost was fighting, mirroring Harriet's attacks from previous exchanges. But despite relaying this tip and thinking that we had the upper hand, all it took was one more powerful counter (laughs) to send her sprawling to the floor. As the spirits returned the lounge to its usual arrangement, Carvel came to collect his winnings. Though as a show of good faith and sportsmanship, he was still willing to identify two of our plants, as long as we made good on our wager. 
Orba, unsatisfied and having so little to show for this sidetrack into the woods, yeah. proposed an alternative. <laughs> we keep the money, he analyzes all the plants, and in exchange, she helps release him from this eternal cursed cycle. <gasps> a prayer and a demonstration was enough to pique Carvel's interest, and he began to examine the flora that we'd foraged. Dalaska, Eelsaw, Red Rotala, and more. Weeds and flowers with useful and varied effects that thanks to Orba's magical plant could be safely stored until we needed them. Just before it seemed we'd had all our questions answered, Harriet produced a lead-lined red satchel that up until now we didn't know that she possessed. Immediately upon opening it, Erlen felt a very visceral, feverish reaction that was impossible to conceal. So it was little surprised when Carvel explained that the bag contained a clump of myconid spores, the very same kind that was the catalyst for the experimentation at the Shockey Mountains Harvesting Yard. Now was not the time, however, to have a longer discussion about what to do with the spores, for a charred, smoky smell began to seep into the basement, and it dawned on us that these sinner spirits were cursed not only to relive their debauchery, but their demise as well. Running for the exit, Orba pleaded with the remaining ghosts to try and break free from their prison here. But they were unmoved and resigned to their fate. So when we emerged topside, it was alone in the church that had now been consumed by spectral flame. Apparitions of the men and women who had set the church ablaze so many years ago surrounded us, and with no intent to negotiate, our choices were to fight our way out or to perish. Rather than attack us directly, the spirits concentrated their efforts on dragging us back into the fire so we could be cleansed, which unsurprisingly sounded nicer than the reality of being burned alive. <laughs> it was a struggle between deciding whether to stand our ground or run, especially after Graven promised his deity that he would see these undead extinguished. Oh, oh, but finally we made the call to flee, which was welcome news to Harriet, who had already considered leaving to save her own skin. When we were far enough from the village to feel safe, we struck a bargain to obtain the bag of myconid spores, handing over ample wealth to combat the obvious trepidation that Harriet was experiencing. We weren't sure what we were going to do with them, but we figured it was better in our hands than someone else's. And as we said our goodbyes, <laughs> we prayed that sleep would be upon us soon, and wondered. If it was truly bandits that Harriet stole the bag from, how had they gotten their hands on it, way out here on the peninsula? What kind of sanction would a disappointed Kuzni levy upon Graven for his inability to purge the undead? Inability. And what situation might arise that requires that dexterity that only comes with being rubbed down with milfoil? Yeah. Oh, oh no. We find out now. I could sense the disappointment when I listed the plan. We find out now on season two, chapter 41 of A Peak Beneath the Veil. With a clouded kind of. Oh, God, that's enough. That's what he's what it's called. As opposed to crystal clear. Yeah. <laughs> crystal Pepsi. With time, <laughs> you distance yourself enough from the village that the smell of smoke no longer lingers in your nostrils and flickering ethereal flames no longer flash in the sky behind you like a jade lightning storm localized in the sky. The path of least resistance has mostly been following the river, and given that you're following it in a downstream direction, there's a good chance it will eventually take you back to the shore before emptying into the ocean. Harriet's departure has left you holding the bag, quite literally, and you can't help but wonder what Jillian might have suggested you do with it if you were still under her employ. Oh, shit. 
Beyond the question of how safe it might be to have on your person, you aren't knowledgeable enough on the topic of developing myconids to know how long the spores will remain potent, so you hope you can find a use or purpose for them before they lose their efficacy. The sun has mostly set, and the air is cool and crisp. Some latent soreness setting into your muscles after an adrenaline-fueled day of fighting, running, and exploration. Having deviated only slightly from your intended route, you're still looking at maybe just another half day of travel or less before arriving at the Isthmus. So your thoughts turn to that of a night's sleep, if a suitable place of relative safety can be identified. So you guys are just kind of walking right now. It's getting pretty dark, <laughs> following the river a little bit, so just sort of moving as a pack here through the woods. For those of us who don't speak that terrifying language, hey, what just happened? Mm. Yeah, That's wait, rude. how did you? Have yeah. you been able to do that this whole time? No, I've been watching you. I've been oh. learning. I've been watching her too. It doesn't mean I know how to speak her language. Well, I've been paying extra special attention. That makes sense for her. That's oh, cool. I, don't I figured it would come in, in, in handy, no? To negotiate behind our backs. Listen. Oh my god. Look, it was a decision we had to make quickly, and I think that we can potentially all get on the same page that that was a useful thing. Hopefully, hopefully it was a useful thing. Either way, it's my fucking gold, so I'm happy to not be reimbursed, so don't worry about it. It's fine. We made the decision. And now, now, actually, let's talk safety. Safety protocol. Oh, yeah. With this. Uh-huh. Great. I, can you carry it? Careful, careful, careful. careful. Just so, if you could just, and I'm just gonna kind of grab his face okay. and push it's him like ten closed. feet away. Yeah. I know, but I we resist. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's review. Sort of a tangle of limbs <laughs> and severe. It's lined with lead. Yeah. No, no, I understand. But what, what, what's happened before? I'm looking at you, Graydon. Is we've we've dropped things and then stuff gets into the air. So what I'm thinking is oh, we've got to you're make talking about the time you guys died. Yes, died? yes. Well, he drops a huskoop. Okay, that was pretty funny. It, for this, you, but the perhaps. results will not be this humorous That's, this time. Yeah. Potentially, no, yeah, potentially yeah, yeah. It could okay. be lethal. Yeah. So, okay, or at least you know alchemically. Oh, for anyone, for not just me. They're administering right. this to everyone. No, no, everyone. no, I'm not saying it's not, not dangerous for us. I'm just saying you in particular, I'd like to say very far away. Listen, as far as... None of us should be breathing this stuff because when we saw this, they were using all sorts of equipment to keep it from getting in the fucking lungs. So right. we've got to be careful. Well, just a, a reminder that this is what they were testing on people. Yes, yeah. this is how they were determined. So yes. not just me, but also you. You don't know if you could, without even knowing it, be a type B or even more terrifyingly a C. Yes, sure, sure. I I, I understand. It's not going to turn me into a fucking Mikinit, though. You might. It might. It might. You don't know. I suppose. I'm thinking the risk with you is potentially greater. I'm just saying everyone needs to be careful around it. Graven, are you going to open it and eat it? I... <laughs> While they were speaking, I, I was twice. <laughs> <laughs> you look. <away. laughs> no. I was twice and thrice over double checking the satchel itself, making sure that like whatever yeah. ties it had or closures were secure. It's not roughshod. It looks like it was made with the purpose of like the bag itself 
that is lead-lined, but it doesn't look like it was a bag for another purpose that was repurposed to be lead-lined. Yeah. There's clearly like stitching where people, lead sheets were sort of slid in and then stitched over. And there's several spots where like there's a little, almost like a, a pin or a, a knob that you can wrap like string around to pull it tight. So it, it seals pretty well. Like you would have to really jostle it to accidentally open it. Like I've, dropping it on the ground would almost certainly not open it. And I've re carefully rechecked each of those and like sure, made sure yeah. they were each tight. Yeah, if you tie a little knot on the ends yeah. of them, it like holds them tight there. Tonight. And then put it, not at the bottom of my bag, but just, you know, safely tucked sure. into the bag. While he's like tying it up, can Orba like squat and try to look at it real close to see if there's any like stitchings on it or markings of any kind? Ooh. 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 The only thing that sort of strikes you about it is simply that it looks pretty new. Like okay. it looks, it doesn't look like it's been handed around or transported for a long period of time. Okay. It's in good shape, other than that. Is this for the amount of time that we have it, that it is useful, is this a weapon? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, as far as I know, it doesn't, it's not like the X caps or the sort of ways that people consume myconids to gain powers in any sort of way. It is, as far as we know, really only used to determine someone's vulnerability to no, this is what changes you. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yes, it's the, it's you not said determined. Yeah. Sorry, no. I meant like an X cap gives you specific abilities, enhancements. Uh -huh. As far as we know, the spores don't provide any enhancement. It just could perhaps turn you into a mutant or a myconid, or just make you a little sick if you're lucky. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, is this a weapon? No. Look, I, that is not the intention for mm. why. That's not why I wanted to buy it. This could be potentially useful for a variety of reasons. I'm hoping. Honestly, negotiation with someone. Look, I need to get more information about what's going on in the Mycanid trade. I'm probably not going to be able to do it in the next, you know, in the near future. So whether or not this was exactly the moment to acquire this, I have no idea. Not we, saying I totally thought it through. We, I'm just saying. We could place, you could take a handful of soil from Fred, perhaps, and dust it over top. I don't know if when I want any of us to get that close to it without proper equipment to keep us safe. I would do it with some kind of safety precaution, but they also have myconid soil still a little bit left. Oh, you do? Then. Um, well, what the I'm wondering is that could perhaps be useful. These spores, is that not how they proliferate themselves in their natural habitat? Would I know? Like, is that sort oh, of. That's a good question. For general mushroom knowledge, sure, but you don't know that myconids act exactly in that same like way, that way, but yeah. sure, in general, yeah. For fungal, like for fungal proliferation, sure, yeah. The I, I wouldn't know if this is the kind of thing where a myconid could be grown out of this under the right circumstances. So this could be valuable for a variety of reasons to a variety of different people. I see. But I'm hoping if we take it to the right ones, for instance, if we are lucky or unlucky, perhaps, depending on how you look at it, enough to meet with Grimari when we get into the Shade Assembly, then if he's in the shade this assembly. is the person to ask questions to. Let me be more blunt. In the time that we have this, we are still on the road and do not know when we will be near anyone we trust. I oh, know. Mm -hmm. Were we to be set upon by someone about to overtake us, 
I think we have better weapons. Am I allowed to use this as a weapon? No. I would be ask no, because mm. unless unless we're imminently all about to die and we have absolutely nothing else to do, but we've got some other oh, defenses. for me. No, also, here's the thing. Also, it wouldn't... It seems, on average, most people are type A. That's Significantly most Statistically, people. I don't think it's in our favor. So if you threw it it's at them, chances are they'd have a stomach ache the next day. I mean, like, shove it down their throat. Then they yeah. might have a stomach ache the next right hour. Now. But the stomach ache doesn't exactly prevent you from Most doing... I have a stomach ache from you shoving your fist. <laughs> <laughs> the point... I was already full for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Couldn't fall asleep without the mind. No. The, bit more. the point is, the reason they wanted to uh, put this into entire cities was because it's quite rare to find someone who's a mutant, and even rarer still to find someone with the uh, possibility to become a They wouldn't be able to dose entire cities with something like this if it, it were to cause immediate effects it, like what you're describing. We have several other things that are more productive weapons than that outside of this okay, so thing's value. Okay, so going to be stored for... Safekeeping, hopefully yeah. bargaining, or information, I don't know. And we don't tell anyone we have it unless we have to. It's very dangerous. What I was saying to Herringbone is true. We may find out more information, and we may want to try to destroy it if there's a safe way to do that. I don't but know. That's, that's probably don't know. the easiest thing to do. As far as we know, that harvesting yard just, that we... I want to know. As far as we know, that harvesting yard that we destroyed was the only one doing something like as that, As far as right? we know, but clearly the uh, the bandits were involved somehow. Well, I mean, or... they had to know what it was. It's carried in a package. Or they were just given it by someone mysterious, but why? I think the possibilities are endless as to why there were spores in the middle of a forest or why somebody was transporting them. I don't know if it's worth our time to possibly oh, hypothesize all the opportunities. I'll be hypothesizing. I don't have to do it out That's loud, right. but I'll be doing it. Okay. You are can we kind of see her like <laughs> eyes glaze Immediately, over. Immediately, <laughs> like, yes, <goes laughs> are we seeing any good places to rest? Oh fuck! I mean, um, yeah, looking around. Keeping it out. Okay. I won't shove it down anyone's throat. Thank you, Greg. Like, Please don't. Thank unless we all agree that it's a good idea. No, no. no. <laughs> For now, no. Yeah. Okay. Sort of as that decision is made to sort of um, keep it in safekeeping for now, not utilize it in a way that breeds uncertainty. You, as you're sort of keeping an eye out around you for maybe a potential spot to set down, you hear something quietly zip through the air. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> and stick down arrow. by Saphira's foot. A short shafted arrow, almost as small as a crossbow bolt, but not quite. From the angle that it sticks out of the soil, it's like perpendicular to you. You look, and it looks like it came from across the river on the opposite bank. And suddenly the whole groove is kind of on a quiet alert, and everybody kind of pivots to scan the area. Perception checks. Oh, jeez. Fuck, man. Shit, fuck. <laughs> Why? Wow. 19. 12. 5. 4. Safira tracking the angle of the arrow. You look over to the opposite bank. And you expect to see maybe some kind of movement, shadows, a change in the little bit of light that's left. And you're surprised when you don't see much of the kind, although with the river being at least 40 feet wide at this juncture, a shift in the reeds would be maybe difficult to discern. However, you spot a kind of little rounded shape that sticks up just slightly higher than the rest of the rocks along the bank. 
and as the, a breeze kind of comes through at that exact moment and and it looks like a hood of some kind, like a gray hood that someone's wearing that just caught just a briefest moment of the wind. And you see a sliver of pale skin showing like their face. It looks like they're wearing not just a hood, but like a mask as well that's covering all the way past their nose. Just barely noticeable amongst the brush. After you notice them, you, see, you seem to think for a moment that the two of you kind of make eye contact. And a hand comes up and makes a tiny little flame just to make a little bit of light. And you can see now, without being able to really identify much about them, humanoid shape, but a little flame in their hand that reveals sort of the front of their face, as much of it that you can see. And... And the flame goes out. Is that supposed to mean something to me? What? I'm seeing someone and I'm, can I kind of gesture to like you, you where I... Is there, uh, if I look at the bolt, is there a note on it or anything? There is not, no. Are they close enough that it seems though as though they missed us on purpose? Oh, I don't know. It's about a 50-foot shot. Does it so not hard. Not terribly. Any distinguishing markings on it? Anything like any evidence of poison on it or anything? Nope. Okay. We're just gonna cast Blade Board just for it, the next six seconds. Whatever <laughs> it is, or... It looks humanoid. It's trying to communicate with me. It lit a flame like this. And then, does this mean anything to you? Yes. I'm trying to that turn, I'm mums, deliberately turning away. That means so that, mum's the word. Like, no, don't no, say on anything. his nose. Yeah, that means mum's the word. Don't say anything. Isn't it like, wouldn't that be this? <laughs> no, that's be quiet. This is don't tell anyone. I don't know if that's what that okay, is. Well, why don't we just take it as let's shut the fuck up for a second? Uh, what should I do? Should I sign back still to there? it? I'm, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see look that same. over. Nose back to it. Nose back. Tap nose back. Okay, I'm gonna kind of. Uh, uh, we need a flame. No, just. Uh, That's I what can, he did first. I could. I can make a. I could take a pebble and make it red and give it to you. Okay, I'm gonna as soon as the like it glows. I, as soon as he does that, I'm gonna close my hand. You close your hand over it. It stays lit in there. Do you want it to go out? out. I'll dispel it. I'm gonna kind of. Now he's definitely saying shh. Can we see him as well? Sorry. Um, you can see where he is okay. after she pointed that out. I'm gonna kind of put my hand like this and then, can we approach? Are there, are there like shadows and um, trees near the There's side lots of, of the trees, yeah. Okay. Erlen's not gonna move, I'm just gonna kneel down. Okay. Like, kind of down into the reeds into near the, the reeds, by yeah. the side yeah, of the... Yeah, I'll do the same. Keep an eye out. Give me stuff. To the side of the yeah. road. Also, yeah. has it been a... There isn't really a road, but uh, you're following the river. Okay. Much. Has it been an hour since I killed the ghost? Oh, wait, it's no, it's undead. Time. I don't... Do I not get fatal drop from undead? No, I do. What does it say? Fuck, I can't remember. Hold on. I think that was only uh, hit points. Reducing a creature... Have. Okay, yeah. Reducing a creature to zero hit points using an attack or a spell. Which you did. It has been less than an hour since Great, you so left. Great, I still have that. Self? Yep. Mm. Seven. Eight. Guys, 25. Natural 20. Okay. So you guys all kind of immediately, oh. Graven and Orba just kind of get down, and then Erland and Saphir pull you guys like into the reeds there where it's a little more obscured. Some of the cattails kind of brushing against your forehead as you crouch by the side of the river. And there's kind of an uncomfortably long period of silence where nothing happens. No one moves. 
And some of those uncomfortable thoughts, the ones you don't want to have to think, start to creep in. Is your staying put meant for your safety, or others closing in at the behest of this figure who's urging you to remain sort of quiet and hidden? But you don't see them move. Sephira's sort of peeking through the reeds. Yeah, I'm trying to continue to, keep to my kind eyes of keep your eye. Him. I'll close my eyes and just try to. And I'm okay. particularly looking at whether or not he's keeping his eyes on me, or if he ever does like one of those. Okay. Give me perception checks, both. Okay. Something better than I have been. 18. Oh, bullshit. Three. Okay. Difficult to see without, now that he no longer has the flame lit. Extremely hard to tell yeah. when his head is turning without the breeze kind of moving his, uh, the hood there. So Graven closes his eyes, he just listens and focuses. And oh, it's hard to hear over the sounds of the river, the brook beside you. But one thing that you do take note of is the absence of something else. You don't hear something approaching, heavy footsteps, a call, a croak, a caw, nothing of the kind. We're still fucking poisoned. <laughs> I know. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Well, yeah. A minute goes by. Two minutes go by. Could this be an illusion of some kind? Could be a trap. I don't know. Why wouldn't they have just shot us? It's not that hard of a shot. Well, now we're in the reeds. Yes, but when they have a chance, why would they tell us to? Reinforcements. That's why. I, that's why I listened to him. Is because I thought it was peculiar if he was trying to murder us, then he would have had a chance. So help me picture this. So we're in reeds, river, and then they're in reeds. Separating yeah, there's it. like reeds on both sides of the river, on both banks of the river. And he's on the other bank, though, right? Yeah, he's on the okay. opposite bank of the river. And yep. how? It's a forty-foot river, you said. Yeah. I mean, you're estimated 40 yeah. feet rip. Yeah. Should someone quietly try and go over? Let's. Uh, I don't know how that would improve our situation. I think we should stick Give together. It five more minutes. Yes. Just a few minutes. Four more minutes go by. Oh my god. Minutes that feel like 30. And your instincts to not linger in one unsecured location are kicking into overdrive, mm-hmm. sort of hyper aware. You haven't seen or heard anything that might constitute a threat or something approaching. The sky is growing blacker by the second it was already very much setting. Creeping darkness, creeping doubt, sort of making the blood, you can hear like that sort of blood rushing through your ears as you try and stay as quiet as physically possible. Perception checks for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's a disadvantage of your point. Yeah. Oh, which <laughs> time are you using? Now it's up to us. <laughs> I remember that, ah! I forgot. 17. Six. Oh, 13. What is this again? Perception? <laughs> Five. <laughs> oh, sorry, what were your 13? Good work, guys. Mm. Thank you. Good, not great. Orba sort of creeping forward ever slightly. You poke your head out toward the river and you don't really see anything and you kind of let the reeds swallow you back up and then you go on the other side, kind of where you were walking along the river. It wasn't really a road or a trail, but it was, you know, that's where you were walking as you were following it. You poke your head out there. And suddenly, from between two trees that are alarmingly close to where the group is sitting, like less than 30, 40 feet away, a tremendous black shadow emerges that seems to wax and wane in visibility. 
Not unlike something, especially because you just experienced it under the effects of like the Pass Without Trace spell. Like it has some kind of cloaking aspect to it, cloaking itself or being cloaked in some way. So this sort of shifting and warping shadow that makes it difficult to kind of tell exactly what it is. As it gets closer, the shadow is huge. 25 feet in length, maybe longer. Like (laughs) vertically? No, like like it starts to get closer and you can see it moving between some of the trees. And as it's it's not passing by you, yeah, it's kind of passing by you. It's not heading straight towards you. It's passing like just as if it was to go over your shoulder. And it's, you can see its length. Like it has this long body of some kind or whatever is being obscured is over 25 feet in length. It's mind-boggling how something so large could have snuck up so stealthily without the benefit of, like, a real invisibility. As it moves forward, you notice that it's hovering Mm. about ten feet above the ground. Mm. (laughs) So which explains the lack of kind of noise from the underbrush or anything that it might have been stepping across. That shadow, its body kind of moves in sync so that the front and back kind of mirror each other's motion. So if it's like a long thing, it kind of goes like this and like this. So the back and the front are kind of synced. It's moving in like almost like a, like a, a snake or like a Mack truck. Like, you know, like the truck, like with one turn. <laughs> Those are very different. It's a Tokyo drifting 18 wheeler, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Orba looks at the okay, thing, like, that looks okay. just like a map. Better analogy. Is it, is it like a snake where it's very fluid, or is it like Komodo dragon lizard where it's like kind of chunked? It looks very fluid. Okay. Yes. It, slithering would be, it's not quite slithering, Six but it moves in that kind of bad. rocking back and forth motion a little okay. bit. It's like something swimming through the air instead of swimming through water. Sucks. As it gets closer, the outline of it starts to take shape a little bit as it gets so close that it's literally passing over your guys' heads in the reeds here. So you're watching this shadow sort of emerge overhead. It has a narrow cylindrical body with flat protruding limbs, almost like fins of a shark. And a shark is indeed what it reminds you of as it slowly drifts oh. overhead. To the more worldly among you, now that it's right overhead for Sephira and Graven, this is a night scaver, S C A V V E R, scaver. It's like a shark or whale like flying creature that they usually lie dormant during the day and they come out at night where their sort of adaptive obsidian colored skin obscures their movements. So it looks like a shark. You know, moving through the air overhead. And it's moving very, so the, you know, it's the front of the shadow gets over top of you guys and you watch it sort of drift slowly overhead. Yeah. And the knowledge of, my knowledge of this is, mm-hmm. are they nocturnal because they're hunting? Are they nocturnal because they don't yeah. want to, okay. They hunt at night. Yeah. And do yeah. they, what is their prey that I know of? How long? What is their, what yeah, is their prey? Their um, give me a uh, survival. About like seven or eight feet. Survival. Yeah, I was gonna say about our size. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. They, I mean, they'll. They're opportunistic. Like they're not gonna chase something that's or go up against something that seems like an obvious threat or something, mm-hmm. but. They will try to pick on things that are significantly smaller than it okay. in a sort of quick attack. They usually try and like grab something and run. You know, they'll they'll maybe grab a young deer and take it away yeah. and like quickly they'll sort of disappear into the woods there. And 
Do they travel in herds? Uh, not typically. Okay. No. And something else that you remember about them is that, uh, like some very specific breeds of sharks, they don't uh, birth live young. They have little eggs in like a pouch, like yes. a mermaid's purse, these sort of embryo pouches. Shark pouches. And those can be very valuable. Uh, the pouches that they leave behind. Oh, they leave them behind. Yeah, they sort of like, oh. No. They're absent. Now I'm interested. They're absent parents. They just kind of plop. Um, and for that reason, sometimes people, there are people known to track scavers in the night uh, to try and sort of grab any sort of, sort of young embryo pouches that they leave behind. And they fly. They like they, they have scavenger speed. They, they, they hover. They, hover. Yeah. Okay. Yes, they, they couldn't be like able fly to up into the sky, okay. but yes, they hover above the ground there. Yeah, if it's still right over yeah, us, I'm still right like reaching out to like just clasp and okay. give me stealth checks with advantage, regular if you're poisoned. Why? Oh my god! Why though? Ooh, yeah, baby. That is cocked. That is cocked. Eighteen. Fifteen. Ten. Eleven. <laughs> okay. It gets sort of halfway by three quarters of the way by, and then it gets to the point where maybe the part that's still overhead is just its tail or fin of some kind that's just sort of flapping back and forth in kind of a slow sort of, what am I looking for? <laughs> pendulum, I was almost ah. said uh, palindrome, I knew that wasn't correct. <laughs> pendulum, <laughs> a very sort of slow back and forth motion. <laughs> and it seems like it stops silently sort of overhead. Once again, the only sound around you, that of the river. And in a flash, it illuminates no. a sort of bulbous front no, horn. No, and you no, recall this as you guys no. sort of know a little bit about the scavers. It has this impossibly bright white light that in an instant the forest looks like it exists in this time of day where the sun is shining, but there's no warmth or depth of color. Like everything's black and white, but it, it illuminates the whole area. It's like a searchlight is overhead and you duck down into the reeds. And the light turns off and immediate, it's so just like, as you're looking out, you're seeing spots in your eyes just from the brightness of the light. And then suddenly it's black again. And then continues to move forward. Another 30 seconds pass. Wait. <laughs> Another minute pass. Sophia looks over to that spot where she knew the person was, and you see one more. <laughs> Give me a perception check as well. <laughs> uh, that was me trying to say uh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, natural one. <laughs> he looks like he reaches into a pocket or a bag or something on him, and then he crouches down kind of even tighter and smaller into the reeds, and you can't see exactly what he's doing. Okay. I'm just oh. gonna... Another minute passes. I can't really see shit. I can't see anything. Is our friend still there? He's still there, but we should be quiet. All right. Wait a little longer. I don't think they travel in packs. Shh. A little bit longer. And then you hear a familiar sound. Okay. I'm, I'm oh, shit. <laughs> As you poke your head up, you look over. It's gone. The 
figure that was over in the, on the Is there anything bank. on the arrow? There is another arrow stuck in the ground. <gasps> yes, I thought there might be a note. Oh, we made a friend. It's another fuck you whirling. Fuck you severely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, he's uh, left us a message. Does I'm a bit frightened to. We're safe? No, it's dangerous to travel by night around here. Best to keep conversations to a minimum if you must speak at all. Another 200 yards downriver is a den where I spent the previous night. That's nice. Yours if you want it, and it's rubs down good with troll urine. Oh, well, delightful. Uh, I'll be passing back through here tomorrow. A tip left by the riverbank for saving your lives wouldn't go unappreciated. Sure, so he wants a tip. Who's it from? Fair enough, it says mow the crow. Mo. Is anyone anyone familiar? The action not, of mowing or the name? No, 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 it just says M-O. Mo. That was an order. <laughs> yeah, forget to mow yeah, mo mo before you leave. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, right, tip. Safe, safe. I mean, night. yeah, no, I appreciate the tip. tip because that uh, could have easily been a nightmare. Yes, no, he's asking for a tip. No, yes. no, I know. I'm saying I'm happy to leave him one. Yes. Um, we'll think one up Okay, tonight. he says 200 yards down river. So let's just... Not talk, travel cautiously, and eyes up, yeah? Where does he want the tip? Uh, oh, he said, uh, I'll be passing through here tomorrow, so I suppose left by the riverbank, he said? No, we'll leave it in the, no, we'll leave it in the den. Well, well no, no, he said, he said he was passing through here, I think, so we leave it the by the riverbank. The den's only 200 yards away. Just put it in okay, the den. We'll leave fine, it there. we'll put it in the den. Jeez. <laughs> I'm sure he'll find it. I just want to give a tip. We're at the point of paranoia now where we're like, tips, where do we put them? You leave a trail. Of <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Just... I've got the hand axe. I'll make a little suggestion man. box thing and like install it in the... Uh... To leave a penny, take a penny. Yeah, oh, yeah leave a tip, take a tip. <laughs> All right. So you guys very quietly start to move. You creep a little further downriver. You refrain from additional conversations. You let the quiet rush of the river cover your footsteps. Just a kind of silent thoughtful trek through these seldom explored areas of the Upper Peninsula. Just a few minutes later, you see a tree whose stubborn roots attempted to grow up through a collection of rocks, and in doing so, sort of created a decent-sized little opening, obscured by some reeds and brush. For one person, this would be a cozy little hideout. Aww. For four, it's less convenient. Though as long as you don't mind curling up tight or overlapping legs as you sleep. Spoon order. Who's, what's the spoon order? Oh. It should serve its purpose. <laughs> well, three are sleeping at a time, I guess. There's, as you get closer, there's a distinct kind of sweet smell near the entrance, but it's a bad sweet, like a say, rotting fruit. recognize the smell of troll urine or no? You, when you smell that, you don't know for sure, but you assume as such. What was the stuff that we had? Basilisk. Basilisk. So, not, you know, it has a different Similar. smell, but as soon as you get Similarly close, you can <laughs> You have to believe that it's the aforementioned urine doing its work to keep the creatures away, a job that it performs maybe even a little too well for your liking. Even as you get inside the sort of den there, you can still sort of smell the uh, Swedish rotting taste. In my mouth. Oh. So you guys find the little den there by the river. Can we spend a little bit of time? I know it's small, but can we just take a quick little search around, see if he left anything, see if there are any carvings, notes? Sure, give me an investigation check. Can someone help me? No. no I can't. I'm poisoned still. I'm tired. Twelve. <laughs> Nothing of the kind. No notes, no, no scrawlings, no markings of any kind. You think back to when... Um, 
Praxis identified that cave in the Sky Bowl mm. where they had actually marked, like, this is a safe cave yeah. by marking it with, like, a marking. Nothing of that kind. And also some of the ways that the plants and sort of undergrowth has grown over this. Without his telling you that this, this was coming, you might have missed it. Like, this was a, a pretty concealed little spot that might be utilized for sort of carefully staying out of sight. Um, <sighs> I mean... It's nice that it's discreet, I suppose. Um, Blushes. Yes, counter. I'll take, I shouldn't. I, I will. I'll I take suppose. first watch. I'll take first watch. I'm still poisoned. I'll take second. Yeah. The third, I suppose. All right. Final. No fire, obviously. No. You all have food. Yeah. Okay. Plenty of rations. I'm pulling some rations out of my bag and starting to eat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. Oh, I thought you shushed me. No, no. I'm being quiet. I know. Okay. It sounded like you were in pain. No, stretching. Okay. So you guys kind of make a little clump of limbs there with bedrolls, but in this den, yeah, with four people in there, luckily when someone's on watch, it opens up a little bit, even if you just sit kind of by the entrance. But it's not the most room you've ever had in a bed, but it, it'll do, it'll certainly do. In fact, the sort of clumped, concealed nature of it almost gives you a little bit of peace of mind just sort of in this area that otherwise feels a little exposed on all fronts. You guys begin to take your watches. Why don't you guys all roll for a second? Can I also take a second during this rest Mm -hmm. to uh, figure out what the heck is going on with these arrows? You may. Uh, Give me your perception check first. Everybody give me your perception check. Uh, Seven. Oh, that's... Wonderful, 13. mediocre. Uh, 11. 22. 22. Nice, thank you, Ivan. And give me a um, Arcana check. Uh, disadvantage? Disadvantage. Yes. Oh, can I help? Yeah, oh, I guess. Are you doing that before? She's sleeping. That's a natural one. Natural. Oh my goodness. Gracious. You think that it's ho- it's slowed. It's gurgling through your stomach so much, that liquid, <laughs> that it's literally hard to concentrate. Okay. You're like looking them over, and you constantly have to sort of stop feels like a stitch kind of in your gut. And you think that with a, like a, having let the poison run through with some time that it wouldn't be too hard to figure out what they do, yeah. but you're unable to do so. Okay. <laughs> First watch? First watch, what was the order? I was third. Second. Second. Third. Night passes through. As Graven going to sleep first and then taking the final watch, Graven's slumber is a little less restful than he would like. Sort of tossing, turning. Which, for the largest person in this modest den, <laughs> results in kind of bumping into some of the other party members. Luckily a little too tired to do anything but grumble in response. Uh, that was his arm? Sorry. <laughs> Each time that you drift off, you keep seeing the faces of the undead in that village, floating kind of in stillness, holding their torches high, sort of stoicism about them. It's intercut with other images of fire. <laughs> See flashes. Times perhaps when the source of the cleansing fire was you. And you were not the one being consumed by it. Give me a religion, Jeff. Oh, fuck. No. Show me something, you son of a bitch. As these images flash through your mind and you, as you were sort of lying down, 
getting ready to sleep, the last kind of thoughts running through your head where you're disservice to Guzni, your, your proclaim sort of in his name that you would destroy the undead and did not. And you just get the sense, something in the back of your mind that the next time you come across something undead that displeases the God of Light, you may struggle to hold your magic in check. <gasps> that because you sort of broke that bargain that he may bypass your will and, and act for you the next time that that happens. Oh, fuck. And that it would be close to impossible to stop it. More difficult than usual, perhaps, yes. to stop that, yes. So just that, because you were unable to do that, now you just have this feeling that if you were to see one of those faces again or come across an undead that was corrupt or cursed or displeased in some way, that it would be impossible to not kind of, <laughs> yeah, to sort of enact his will. Hungry. Hungry. <laughs> Dead. Finally, you feel just a little shake. And I think Sephira wakes you for the final watch there, after some uneventful watches. You all right? Yes. Okay. Glad to have gotten rest. Yeah, Nothing happened. Nothing. Nothing of note. I didn't see anything. Keep an eye out for scavers. Yeah. Look up. I'm going to kind of immediately roll into my bed. Yeah, look up. Yeah, 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 yeah. good I'll luck, man. Lay her down and push her into, <laughs> into the spot. Mm -hmm. I'll push her in. <laughs> Zoop. Is there room in this very small cabin? Was there like a surface I could leave a parchment ink and quill out? Sure. I mean, it... Uh, uh, it wouldn't be like secret or anything, like, like just sure. out on a table or something. Table, table. Or, you know, <laughs> a surface that is com comparable to a table, like just like have something like on the ground. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can think it's table. You can place a, you can place a parchment on the ground. Okay. <laughs> like put it on your forehead on the ground. Uh, in there. Shut the fuck up. Mind your business. Oh, okay. uh, during Orba's watch, she would have just had a parchment <laughs> out with ink and quill, and at the top, she's just gonna write. Uh, why oh. Graven's mad at Orpa? And then put oh a colon, or a semicolon, I don't know what it is. And then she's gonna leave the quill in the inkwell, and then she's gonna go <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna an open answer question? Yeah, she's gonna You're not even multiple choice? She's gonna even draw a little box where, where he fills out the forms. At the bottom it says minimum 500 words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maximum 500 words. Tell me quickly. <laughs> Do I find it? <laughs> you do indeed find it. Sophia, I mean, if Orba did it during her watch, yeah, Sophia saw it and was like, what the fuck? And put it back on the ground. Yeah. She's like, why is it blank? <laughs> well, with my very high perception roll, I'll also keep an eye on the skies, but. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> Angry face, he just drops the sack. Angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. What, what did it say? <laughs> Why Graven's mad at Orba? No, I'm not saying it's out loud. You don't Not angry. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tower. <laughs> Be more selfish. 
goes by. No shadows overhead. Okay. No nothing. And you watch and wait for the morning to come. And it does. When it does. Okay. <laughs> it's in the form of orange streaks squeezing between the trees until they find their way to the river where glittering displays reflected onto the backs of your eyelids, making it impossible not to stir, even if your body feels like it could benefit from learning the ways of hibernation. Hmm, that's okay. A couple of you poke your head out of the den, and what was a kind of daunting abyss of unfamiliar darkness has transformed into a rather placid, wooded surroundings. Tamped down grasses and a lack of undergrowth, making it simple to traverse without worrying about any kind of insects or critters down around your calves and ankles, any leeches or anything like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you look out, a slight downward slope and some intensifying light in the downriver direction leads you to believe that you probably aren't too far from reuniting with the coast, at which point the only known quantity between you and the Isthmus is the Mollifair shipwreck, and perhaps the sea hag that resides there. Something to ponder and discuss as you Think about what such a meeting or mission might entail. Okay. <laughs> Suck. Um, I know that reaction. I guess as, like, as the sun is coming up, um, thinking about how close everything is, I'll just be thinking of, of pockets and, and Sangrila and like trying to picture them together and what, what that was like and, and how fucking bad he's gonna be when I can finally uh, see him again. Erlen and Safira who wake up and as the light touches you, you sort of instinctively, because you've been doing it for hours over the course of the night, you instinctively go to touch your stomach <sighs> and you breathe oh, easy. Thank fucking God. Oh. You're no longer poised. Oh, you. We're back, baby. Can I look at the arrows now? <laughs> <laughs> If you want to take another hour, it would take like a short rest to attempt. Uh, hey guys. What? Uh, so last night I looked at these arrows. Uh huh. Couldn't figure it out at all. If I take another hour here now, uh, my stomach's not fucked. So I'm thinking maybe I'll be able to learn. To, I, I, I couldn't take it last night. I tried, but I was Are about they ready to. Magical oh. in nature? Would you like help? Uh, oh, actually. Perhaps. I'm gonna kind of take them out of the quiver and, I don't know, do you want to give it a go? You can try. Well, I mean, if you just want to, if you wanted to do it, I could just, you know, watch over and point out some stuff. Honestly, this means nothing to me. I have no fucking clue what, what's going on here. So. Okay, if the group's fine waiting for an hour. Yes, if you two want to try together. Yeah. Okay. We got up pretty early, I mean. Yeah, yeah I mean, you probably went to bed around 9.30, 10 o'clock. So, got yeah. up with the sunrise, so pretty early still. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, while they're doing that, I'll look around for some food, so we oh. don't have to maybe use Give an investigation system. check, and uh, both of you roll Arcana and give me the higher of the roll between you. Oh, baby. Investigation is dirty 20. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on, Orba, you're in here. <laughs> I, am, I am Reaper, so my Arcana's not as good, but oh, it's still pretty good. Oh, man. Uh, it can't be as bad as mine, I hope. 11. Okay. It's not as bad as mine. We breached the double digits there. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly together, pooling your knowledge a little bit. You, Saphir's sort of unconfident in her ability. Actually, you find that as Orva's sort of examining, your knowledge of, you know, ammunition is useful. Your knowledge of tipped arrows and different things that you've seen. 
You identify these as floating fletched arrows. When this arrow strikes a surface, solid or liquid, it creates a circular horizontal plane of force, three feet in diameter and one one inch thick. The disc remains for the duration and can hold up to 500 pounds. If more weight is placed on it, it vanishes and everything falls to the ground. So what it does is like, if you shot it at the water, it would go and make a little platform in the water. Oh my God, yes! (laughs) How much do you weigh? Too much. Not oh, wait, oh, oh, I didn't hear that. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm like uh, you do not. I'm, I'm 165. Yeah. I'm like 350. Yeah. Easily, at least two of you could stand on yeah. it. Uh, 320. 325. I probably lost five pounds. So we pounds all can't get on. So. You all can't get on. I mean, it's only, it's not that wide anyway. If a creature is struck with one of these arrows, it has to succeed on a strength saving throw or take 2d4 force damage and be pushed 15 feet. Oh, so nice. you can either fire it at a surface and create a little platform, or, like, or it makes like a, yeah, like a force burst. I had burst. four of these. Um, if you hit yes. someone, does it or also stay there? Uh, no, the, the, the platform does not appear if you hit a creature okay. with it. Um, yeah. That's fucking sick. How many do you have? Four of them. Four. Fuck yeah. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> All right. As Erlen takes a peek around, you you sort of cross back and forth a couple times and you see Orba and Sophia kind of hunched over, sort of turning the arrows over in their hands, examining some of the markings on them. Quickly, very quickly, you notice, without having to go too far, that there is a kind of bushel or cornucopia of fruit and nuts and sort of edible fungus that has been left out. With a, there's like a leafy platter sort of made with a pile of fruit and berries and things that's been left out. And just as you're walking up to it, you see a bird kind of disappear into the tree. Oh, thanks. The Scooter? owl's name is Scooter. Oh. It didn't look like the bird was Scooter, but it looked like- No, like, yeah. yeah. Um, a friend. Yeah, so you find um, a little sort of huh. helping of, of, certainly enough for all of you right. to eat some meat. While I'm looking around, do I find any um, scaver eggs? You do not find any. So. Oh. That's a shame. All right, I'll bring the uh, salad platter back. Sure, you do so. Um, this is courtesy of uh, Scooter and his friends, I believe. What? Uh, a bird made it for us. Wow! Hang on, no way! I'm and Severe kind of pulling through it. <laughs> yeah. They found all Some of this. Edible mushrooms. What do you mean? A bird, did you see a bird do this? Was uh, no, that like I saw a, a bird, bird butler? And... I saw a bird fly away from it, like after having deposited. I assume. Hey. Ah, Scooter, that, that was, this is, a, this is great. Scooter's a classy owl. I can't believe, look at what they found! And she's immediately, she's gonna start like kind of eating stuff. I think it's for everyone, Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, did sorry. you save Scooter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, all of it, you recognize most of them. They are look edible, they're very much, yeah, I mean. Nothing suspicious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's some mushrooms that, you know, Tastes a little earthy, but they're perfectly fine to eat. All of it's nourishing. <coughs> Do you feel better? I feel better. Uh, yeah, I feel okay. Good. Better than I did yesterday, yeah. Or and this is great. Find the nil. Your ancient <coughs> away. She's gonna... We should leave a note for that person who gave us this spot. And perhaps some gold in this as well. Spot, do you think? I thought, oh, oh, we didn't leave him a tip by the... No, we're gonna leave him a tip here. Well, but we, okay. He said it specifically in the note to leave it by the riverbank. He did. We I'm are by the I'm pulling it out of my bag. Yeah, you're a little, you're, you know, a little ways down, but you're still by the riverbank. Should, should we not put it a bit closer to the riverbank? This is the obscured place that he knows about. If oh, we leave right, it out in the middle of nowhere, yeah, someone else is going to find Maybe it. Maybe we leave him some other fruit too. I think no, you'd rather have I'd gold. rather eat this. Yes, and leave him some gold. 
We don't know when he's. Well, five gold? Is that enough? I don't know how Two much gold? Are, how I was going to One gold? Let's just do as he asked. Leave a tip. Information. Oh, oh I, I took it as a I oh, took it as a, a monetary, monetary tip. tip. A tip about surviving out does here. The, does it not does say? No, tip, no, hang on. Like exist in our world? Like like monetary, monetary tip? That exists. You guys okay. can use that at bar. Uh, just making sure I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Hang on. I think it says pretty specifically. I, oh. Yeah, no. I think he's asking for money. Tip left by the river gang for saving your lives. He's saying I, I, I saved you. Right. Me that money. was that was nice for you. I took it as can I, I gave. I tipped no. you off to this thing. Give me a tip. Well, what, what about do we? This what, area? What, what, we what information? About this that, area. I was just gonna say we were walking around like a bunch of morons. I'm giving five gold if anybody else. I would love to leave some gold. On this five side. gold as well. I thought I was. I don't have any gold to leave. I apologize. So y'all, you, you're gonna have so to. You give every piece of gold you have. I'm not saying it was wise, but that is what happened. <laughs> and the bottles. Um, well, only one Hang on. functioning bubble. Listen, we couldn't have used those anyway. To our credit, we could not have used those anyway. I we know. could not have used them anyway, am I wrong? I'm sorry, you're right. I we okay. Yeah, it was all my goat. So you you're you're gonna I, I don't know. I'm gonna no. throw another five down for Safira. Thank you, Erland. That's nice. I'll do ten. Wow. Damn, should we leave a note? Do we have like that was an orb name? Twenty-five total. He, she just gave away three hundred. Me oh, giving away no, ten is not I crazy. Was not you're like that guy. You're like that guy at a restaurant. We all tip fifteen percent, and you're like twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we putting it? Just in a stack by the entryway. Just like right at the entryway. Stack. Maybe a little more discreet, just in case other people. Have no, if you said there's like well, moss and shit, discreet, right? He's not Some obscuring okay. brush and reeds. Great, 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 great. Take the note, great, great, great. fold it up in such a way that maybe someone won't see the glint of gold in here, oh, and tuck it into the sheet. Should we not say something on the note? Should I say something to you? Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm gonna Mold. fold. I'm gonna fold it and Sorry. say, <laughs> thank you, Mo. Is there any chance it's Mohan Fowler? Thank you, Mo. Does he moonlight as a hunter? Mohan Fowler, who goes Mohan Fowler. moonlights as a scaver tracker going by Mo the Crow. No, you're Days right. away from Navika. Infallible logic. <laughs> Pretty big world. Lots of people right. named Mo. Yes, but weird to help us. Thank you, People Mo. don't normally help us. For he probably didn't want it to be disturbed if he's hunting it. Oh, sure. Troubles. He'd rather have it. It's so sad that that makes more uh, sense to you than somebody just doing a nice thing for us. We've had a bit of bad luck recently. Points. David that guy. one guy, that, the capybara? Yeah. Sure, yeah, it's a fuzzy, capybara. Yeah, fuzzy butt. Don't yes. <laughs> Do we have... Are you still writing a note? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No, no, right, thank I, you. I wrote that part. <laughs> That's it. No, no, I thought there should be another thing. Do we have, like... <laughs> Here's a tip. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. Sprinkle a little cinnamon on your yogurt for a tasty treat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A little honey. No, but <laughs> I thought, do we want him to know something to, that we go by? Because if we run into him again and he was helpful, it's not bad to have a friend in these parts who knows the area. We don't have so, a team name. I know that's what I'm saying. So do maybe we, we put something here so that we can say we are. I don't know. Or, or, we, or we can just sign it off with our individuals, Safira. Or, or, or we, or we can do our. S O G E. <laughs> our initials. Okay. Soge. Is there not a better way Please. to G O S E? No, not the different letter combination. Both? I don't, we don't have to decide this now. But just our initials. No, is we what do. I mean. We have no, to decide it now. Just our initials: G and O and S and E. 
Commas, Sephira. Ghosts or so? Just doesn't matter. Please just sign me. <laughs> Should we arrange it by height? Oh my goodness. What would that be? G. G. Oh. O. S E. S E. Show me your character sheet right fucking now. Ghosts. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that'll be more confusing than anything. <laughs> oh Goes. Where do they... What about just say the idiots from last night? Idiots Goes from last night is better. Ah, perfect way to have it. Goes dash the idiots. No, not an acronym. We're just the idiots from last night. Obviously, it's not an acronym. Direct. It's it's not directly an acronym of the thing I'm saying, but you understand what I'm saying. Should we go meet idiots from last night? It's 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 perfect. It gives him almost no information, but it does give him gold. Great. Done it. Go. Wrapped stack of gold there. Just inside, sort of in a little cylinder, just inside the uh, entrance of the den. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm nervous now to meet this guy. Are, are we not nervous? We are we not worried not about this? Him. The meeting with him is not. I know, but I'm nervous meeting. about it. I'm Wait, a bit Pockets concerned. Or no? Don't be. No, this, I don't know if we're ever going to meet Mo the Crow again. I mean Pockets. Well, that's tomorrow. That, I was, I'm hoping that that does come to pass, because... Meeting with Pockets is going to be the best part of the next three days. Before we do anything, let's make a decision. Are we going to try and get into the Molofair boat? Okay, so here's the thing. Can we do it afterwards? No. Why? I wouldn't Why not? It. It's on the opposite coast, and we also don't know if we're going to be running... I know, but it's ridiculous to do it before, and it might be ridiculous to do it afterwards, but at least it's less ridiculous. I don't think there's going to be a chance. I think we're going to be escaping along the... The information that's on that boat, I'm sure, would be right useful to me. I'm, I'm not entirely convinced there would be anything even approaching as much information as I'd probably get from that ship, but I think it's insanely... Imprudent to go and I do think... that kind of a situation when we're, I don't know, as adequately prepared as we may be. We don't know what pockets is going to be bringing us. So. I think we could very simply scout it and not the way that we have scouted in the past where we have immediately engaged. Uh-huh. We could truly scout the area sure. that might already be populated with people trying. True. Oh, yeah, that's well, true. Well, we, we have a bit of a tip. Exactly. But I don't know how much of an edge that really gives us. Also, I wouldn't Quite prepare bit, yourself would for combat. Remember, sea hags, they want something. I know, but that's the other thing. What do we... If we're gonna do this, we'd have to decide as a group on something that we're willing to give up. I like my stuff. I so, like my stuff, too. What is their... What's their thing? The thing you most desire they take? They want to take something that they know is valuable to you. And yeah, it's not as Graven probably knows the most about it. It's not necessarily the thing you most desire. They like to take stuff that they can tell you want. Well, they, they, yeah, they, they, and they have a knack for being able to discern sort of what you don't want to give. If you're, you know, you can trick them with, you know, if you're clever, but <laughs> I love this piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's difficult and they, they like to do that. And they, they like to make kind of, Sketchy bargains or bargains in their favor where, you know, oh, I'll give you a little curse and give you this gold, you know, so they like I'll to be tricky about their, you know. Can I'll we say this. Uh, I don't know, is that even an option? Can most we not of, Most of my abilities are for not things like sea hags. It's no, sure, I know. Humans well, and like. can't humanoids. I don't know. Now, I'll say this. Okay. It, you, what you were trying to get at, I think, is that, yes, it, it, makes bargains and it, it it can tell when you are truly attached to something well, but I'm concerned about didn't that. we already say that we're going to try to find a spot 
perhaps somewhere up here that we are burying items that we don't want to take with us into the forest. Yes. Depends how. At we... least we know we want we we can't take. We probably don't want to take the lead line bag. We don't want to take what you've got. No. Right. So we are already thinking about leaving some things behind. We could find a spot for that. But wouldn't we want to bury that tomorrow once we're much closer to the isthmus? They are not far from each other, from my understanding. Few hours of travel. Few hours. We're not leaving. We're not. Go, getting to the corner of the Isthmus and digging a hole right there. No, so. that would be. Well, then that wise. goes back to Sephira's plan. Why wouldn't we do it afterwards then if we have to go back anyways? Hey, that's a good point. I think you are, your first instinct was right is that when we leave the Shade Assembly, however that happens, we don't know what that looks like. Is that a ship to some other part of the country? But then we're going to be leaving our most valuable things behind? I only wanted to bury the egg because... Because we can't reasonably take that into the Shade Assembly. Well, that and we wouldn't necessarily have to go back and pick it up. You could tell your your man... What's his name? I'm blanking. Lieutenant Colonel Massif. Oh, yeah. I could tell Massif to come and find it, I suppose. Whereas, like... Travel to the end of the earth and... Oh, for, for something yeah. that important, or send, yes. or send someone yeah. to do it, sure, or something. I, guess. Um, I mean, look, there that are was the only options to get it to him. Yes, yeah, so right. I'm. I but the spores, I think we should. Take. All right, all right. Look, I'd be most worried about them taking the the hag taking Grimari's giant grimoire or all the page. We have well, so obviously like, you care about that the most. It sounds like we're well, not I care going about to give up too. items. We're either going in there looking for a fight, or we're not doing it. I, I, I think you're right. And then, uh, as far as, do I know sea uh, hags well enough to know what combat with one would, would look like? It would vary a lot. I mean, they usually can, if they have a sort of lair established, they usually control some of the creatures in the surrounding area, like sea creatures of various kinds can come to their aid. They usually have some limited spellcasting abilities, um, ways to frighten you, sort of horrific visages. I think a fight. Um, and, and they're... Their bargains aren't always material also. They, they aren't necessarily like, I want your most valuable item. Like sometimes they want secrets. Sometimes they, like, oh. it, they're, they're unpredictable. Sometimes they want to get inside your mind. Like they're a little unpredictable and, and it isn't necessarily like a physical part. Jordan wants to do this so bad. I know. It's not a bad idea. It's no, not. We have, we have one, Erlen says, Erlen says, we have one, we still have a rest before we meet pockets, yes? So we could expend okay. a good amount of energy today and still be well rested, full of magical energy and... Look. Let's go, Scott. <clears throat> okay. I desperately Truly want to find out what's on that boat, but we have to be aware that if we go into this fight and we are, we're using maybe the last of our resources if we do decide to do this, and we are about to go into a scarier fight... I don't I want mean, to frame it as a fight. <laughs> We might not be With fighting the this creature, right? Oh, oh, I thought you were I'm talking saying, about the hags. Too. No, no, I'm saying no, the... after we fight the hag, if we do go in, which we <laughs> might have, we have mean. to assume it's a possibility that we get into combat. We have to be prepared for that, otherwise we shouldn't go. Correct. If we do go in, it's possible we go into the fight with the Chimera without the resources that we might need, which might be, uh, you know, and I would like to think this isn't the case, but more than one healing potion. I... We're moving as we're talking, right? You can, yeah, yeah, you you can be walking along, yeah. along the river. Yep. I I agree. We are nearly out of supplies at this point. Well, Pockets as is probably going to give us something of use. Did you get like a confirmation from him? Did you? Did he? You didn't nice? get through to 
pocket, or you did so a while the first yeah. time. Yeah, the I first did. time. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, and you, I mean, and said you he was coming. Yeah. And yeah, you spoke to Cliff as well. He didn't. He, he didn't confirm every. But he was like, "Oh yeah, I'll try to get some." I don't know what pockets, and I was like, "But like, <laughs> yeah, I'll try to bring some stuff." More? Yes. Okay. Those words, yes. Okay. Well, not exactly. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I believe, if I'm remembering, you told Cliff to get stuff to pockets. Yeah, that pockets would be an envoy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Got so, it. Yeah. Okay. And yes, he's coming with whatever, not only what he could gather, but whatever Cliff, Cliff is sending okay. for us. All right. Cliff knows we're going here? No. Uh, then how is he getting us things? This is... I phrased it as to sound like materials that would help us get home safely. Oh. Uh, ah, okay. oh, right. Good. Yes. So just just a little bit of a. As mind. long as you don't die, I think we're fine. I don't know about that, but I do think it's it's good if none of us die. That would be ideal. That's this. Or if we get him some stuff from the Malafair boat, that would be information and helpful to him because he's involved with them. Maybe that we would oh, like. He would not be at that. Look, there is information on that boat that's going to be valuable okay. to all of us in different <sighs> ways. I am gone. sure of it. Let's yeah. just do it. Whether or not oh we're going to survive is a different issue, and that is the most important thing. Is Fred ready to go again? Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Um. Would you like to perhaps gain some advantage from Fred today? Well, let me see for a sec. So, just a reminder, <laughs> Fred being used by us won't inhibit keeping the plants alive that's like poked into it. Um, or should I utilize Fred to keep those, to like guarantee that those plants stay alive? So far the plants um, are, are seem to be healthy. If they, st- over time they might start to kind of wilt and maybe you need to use Fred's energy to invigorate the plants. Okay. Right now that's not the case. They're just sort of thriving in the soil that you provide. Cool. And I think you said, if, if we were to like, do that bad roll, and I might have to turn zap. off. Yes. Then the plants maybe. might start to I might have to give them a zap. But Erland would be able to. Oh, that yeah. you could zap it. Give it a jump. One, six. I'd like to be at zero <laughs> sepsis before we go to the shade assembly. But what do you want? Uh, two. Oh, okay. It's not like you'll be using sepsis today. No. But, yeah. Wake up. He seems, he seems very much up. Who hasn't used Fred yet? I haven't. Go ahead. No, you try it, please. I'll be selfish. Yeah, no, I you do. You can't see me, but Orba does that. <laughs> Big old wink. Why are you winking at the Goliath? Nothing. She's winking at you. I told her to be more selfish. I'm kind of trying to, under my vest, she passed him a note. That Which benefit would you like? I <laughs> want in- Fucking inspiration. Fucking Give me that inspiration. inspiration. You get inspiration get from a. Give me something. Give me something. <laughs> oh, I want a roll. Yay! Inspiration wow. from your plants. This is the first time I've ever had wow. inspiration. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. No, it's not. There oh, hasn't, yeah, matter it. It hasn't been that many times, and she, the time that everyone got it, she, she did denied not. She denied it. And you didn't, you didn't touch a dumb ghost. And it's yes. great. When you roll a one, you get to automatically roll a two next. It <laughs> 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 is great. Yay. Oh, yeah, roll for Fred. Oh, shit. Yep, yeah, you got to roll for Fred. Once, you go ahead and read it quickly. Oh, so okay. Uh, after using the Mewhurku, roll a d6. Uh, on a roll of one, the plane is deactivated, and I can't gain benefits until it's rebooped. Two. Just, oh, 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 I love it. Fred remains. Fred's like, oh, oh, close. <laughs> 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 Almost blew it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. You guys continue down the path. For maybe 30 to 40-ish minutes, 
You hike through a region that feels particularly uncharted, even for a part of the continent that was already very removed from civilization. Since leaving the village and since rising this morning, you've had no more traces of crumbling structures, bandit markings on trees, forgotten hovels. It's just wilderness in a purer form, which to some degree you anticipated after hearing rumors of the Shade Assembly's efforts to dissuade settlers from happening upon their shores. The birds are boisterous, a cacophony of, of chirping and cawing in all directions. And the tree-dwelling types of creatures are very inquisitive, sort of, you see creatures peeking out from beneath the foliage and then covering themselves up, various sort of curiosity reigning here in the, in the woods. You soldier on, single file by the bank of the river. And you can tell you're getting closer to the ocean when the ground starts to soften a bit beneath your feet and the river starts to split into multiple shallower snaking streams, a muddy estuary that will soon bring a clash between the fresh water of the river and the salty water of the ocean. And the conditions here aren't exactly swamp-like, but it's close enough for some of the typical swamp-favoring creatures to have clustered here. You see a couple crocodiles. You see a coiled cottonmouth viper swirling by the side of the river. And even a shoebill wading into the shallows. No. And at one point sort of yes! snaps into the water and comes up with a small fish. <laughs> oh, oh, so I don't see you, but don't get close to that. <laughs> it's handsome, but it's kidding. Fuck you up. <laughs> wading there in the river, just hoping that more fish kind of pass by in little schools so it can lap one up. In addition to the animal species, you think you spot a pack of bullywugs hopping from bank to bank. What is that? Frog-like humanoids what? that form little communities with strict hierarchies. Stop. Humanoids. What they're intelligent. Like? They're almost lizard folk-esque in that they're definitely intelligent creatures, but not to the extent of some of the like the classic, <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of the classic like uh, tiefly you human. They form little communities. They have sort of a social hierarchy, but they mostly sort of just live in small sort of. Wilderness. How big are they? How big are they? Um, slightly smaller than your average humanoid, like four to five. Well, feet. Oh, so they're oh, more human than frogs. Bigger than Bud. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. So we just see them like kind of mostly ignoring us, or yeah. So they're they're kind of dispersed throughout this sort of muddy swampy <laughs> area. And it's commonplace for bullywugs of a lower station to collect baubles and trinkets to present to their superiors. They have that kind of system where they go out, they find little trinkets, and they bring it back to whoever is their kind of leader or superior bullywug. The shinier and the more lavish the trinket, the better it is, the better an offering it is to their superiors. And indeed, one of them looks to be maybe perhaps the lowest ranking one who's sort of in the back carrying kind of a bulging sack that the rest of them oh. are kind of hopping, and they leap effortlessly from bank to bank. I mean, they can hop 20 plus feet in a single bound. Sort of, <laughs> and they sort of stop and look around, and it looks like they're kind of looking in the muck and the dirt and things sort of skittering throughout the swampy area here. Um, perception checks for everybody there. Do we know if the stuff that they gather is like worth Lot. <laughs> it could be. It they could they be. are also known to just gather things that are pretty and shiny, yeah. like it could be garbage, but right. it also could be valuable. 17. Ooh. 13. Natural 20. 11. Ooh. So Erland and Graven, who are sort of leading the way in this line, you guys sort of haphazardly, amusedly watch the bullywogs kind of leap from bank to bank of these small streams that are crisscrossing over each other. 
And at one point, one of them, one bullywug that's wearing a necklace that looks to be made of shark teeth, like he has a little mm-hmm. kind of ceremonial decorative necklace. He looks up for a moment and he clocks you guys. You watch him sort of make eye contact a little bit. And then he looks back and with a pudgy green finger, <laughs> points to you guys in your direction. And immediately, all, all of them, one at first and then four others following behind, they're approaching you quickly, okay. leaping from bank to bank. <laughs> er- Erlen's gonna grab a, a t- how many are there roughly? Five, it looks like there's five. I'm gonna grab five copper and like, ha, huh, sort of behind us a little bit. Okay. Um, do I know them as being, they're not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. confrontational? Confrontational, thank you. Go. Um, They can be. They are pretty keenly aware of relative strength. Like they're not yeah. gonna just out, they'll defend themselves, but they're not gonna outright attack something that looks obviously dangerous to them. Okay. Like they would rather use sort of surprise tactics. They're not gonna sort of full on frontal yeah. confront, ambush someone. And do I know what they speak? Uh, they speak their own Their language. own. They speak bullywug. So they're all okay. they're moving towards you very yeah. quickly. They're still probably you know hundred feet off or so. Toss Berlin so tosses the. <laughs> there you go, friends, and we're gonna keep moving, keep moving. What? Just keep moving. Does anybody what speak bullywug? I think they're gonna get to us. Uh, but maybe they'll just take the copper. Thank you. There you go. Do they, uh, do they seem like they're going towards? <laughs> they do not move motion towards the copper at all. <laughs> they're going to approach us. Shit. They get closer. They're getting closer and closer. Hand sign on my bag at least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've, I've just... got my hand. I've got my hand kind of on my bow. Oh, kinda, okay. I left shiny, shiny things are right there for you. Just drawing. You have to be shouting up. pretty loud. Shiny, shiny, shiny things <laughs> right there. They don't make a motion toward the coins or anything. Another leap across another bank. Now they're probably just two streams away from you, getting what's closer. Happening? Quickly. What do these things want? What do we do? Know. I, I don't just know. stay calm. I don't think they're gonna be stupid. Do you? Hopping from bank to bank, and yeah. finally the one with the shark teeth is the first one across. And he gets, he jumps, and like jumps right in front of where you guys were walking. So we like. Bars I'll be out, out front. <laughs> no. I'm hold up a copper. I'm gonna point to my throat. And he has like a little rudimentary spear in his hand and some sort of crude leather kind of shoulder pads a little bit. And he holds the spear with two hands. As soon as he does that, I, I knock the bow. Can I? Wait, 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 Safira, wait, put the bow. Safira, put the bow away. I'm speaking his language. This left. is what he was doing. Okay. I left, and I'm gonna take the green crystal out. And that's where we're gonna take a break. Oh, oh wait, wait! <laughs> Excellent frog <laughs> choices. <laughs> Very nice. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna figure out God. maybe what the blue. So after he hopped to that bank, like he was there first, and then immediately. <laughs> Like the other oh, ones kind of hop like behind him, and they're all making like a little Five. formation. Yeah, for the, the four others. Oh. There's the one with the shark teeth, three others, and then the one with the sack is in the back that has like so little, cute. You know, I oh, I know, I like him. <laughs> I know, nothing. I was gonna say him. everybody concentrate on the small one in the back no. and massacre him so they know what we mean business. Small one, leave him alone. All right, everybody, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back and see what the Bullywogs have in store for us. For those of you who haven't already looked up pictures of Bullywogs. They're so cute. Damn it, I wanna see. They're so cute. Pull it up, bring it up. Um, There's more puzzles as always. Enjoy our puzzles, break videos. Enjoy. Get those mimics in, get those owlbears in. Get those owlbear bets going. (laughs) Um, 
He's giving out a spear. Oh, and they're so cute. And the way he's holding the spear. And he's got the necklace. Is there one in the top hat and the cane doing fan kicks? There is. Hello, mommy. It looks like the from Chrono Trigger. I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. The companion that you can have. Yeah. He's got a sword, though. All right, everybody, okay. enjoy the puzzles. We'll be right back. We'll pick it up there when we get back. Oh, oh, yeah, that's me. I do that part. All right, see you, baby. <laughs> no power in the verse can counter my strikes. Regain your composure while I talk to my companion here. Welcome back. Oh, don't mind him. He'll be fine. We're just squashing some beef with some good old-fashioned pugilism. Give it a shot the next time you're in a city and want to teach some bell-end civilian a lesson that doesn't end with you behind bars. Go to patreon.com slash tabletopnotch, become a patron at the Big Notch tier or higher, and start training for your first fist fight today. All right, Ken, have you had enough, or are you actually going to make me go find that writ? Welcome back, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the puzzles. We hope you enjoyed the race. We hope you enjoyed yes. the, the mimics. Who won the race? I won the owl bear one. He oh, he did. He got in first place. Well, I lost the mimic thing. <laughs> I chose three. Definitely. Mimic stuff. There's no placements in mimic. You, just, you win or you lose. I, Come on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess you get eaten or you get gold. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, we hope you enjoyed Anagrammy Athmar's. Oh, so saucy. Naughty. What was the so first one? Tender Pale Nuts. Tender Pale Nuts. Naughty Anagrammy. I like the people that don't see the puzzle and then just tear us reiterating her yes. horrible Yeah, that's phrases. true. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. video later. Yeah. Watch live. I love when I type into that. Tender Pale Nuts. Yeah, if you want to see some Tender Pale Nuts. When I type in that anagram solver and Tender Pale Nuts came up, I was like, Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you did it yourself. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, oh. Way. What? I do I was, it word by word. Which, I was like, Matt, it's really impressive that you're coming out God, with these. So much time. There's this thing called computers. It didn't ah. come up tender pale nuts. I Wait, there, piece it word by word, but still, I did not. Pale tender nuts. <laughs> it didn't suggest tender pale nuts right away? No. Right, I saw nuts. And I was like, oh my God, you can, better. that's the thing. I was like, let me take nuts better. out see what else I can get with nuts. Wait, really? Yeah. That's what I do to, if I see a word that's funny, I take that out. That is too much. Wow. Are you fucking kidding? It makes, makes sense. An artist. Really tracks. Really tracks for you. Hey, AI, right. AI will never take over. They could. <laughs> We've got some people to thank. Uh, Halfbaked139 subscribed and then also gave out a community sub. Thank you so much. Uh, Bronze Fight resubscribed. Ali Slayer did 100 bits. Jay Brownie did 500 bits. Ali Slayer did another 100 bits. Ali Slayer gifted a sub and then another oh sub. Ali Slayer's thank off you. the charts. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you for the tender bail and claiming slots. <laughs> Skittles? Oh, yeah. sure. Looks so identical to the M&M's. What a dangerous thing. <laughs> At least I caught that one. Small. <laughs> Shut up. We returned to this kind of uh, loose kind oh. of mire swamp where a small grouping of bullywogs have happened upon the party. Spears sort of up, not sort of in a menacing, like, attack formation, but certainly in a defensive kind of way. Sphere's drawn her bow, and immediately with the bow being drawn, you can see they're a little kind of on edge. Down, down, down. Real quick, we are, it's they came down. from across the river. Mm -hmm. We're traveling along the river. You're traveling down river, yep. 
Um, so they kind of came from perpendicular yeah, to us. Yeah, they were like off to the left a okay. ways, and they kind of hopped their way, and now the whole group is in front of you, like in the same direction you were heading. Oh, okay. There's no one behind you, but they're all kind of in But front the direction we were going is <clears throat> they were right there. Yeah, they're, they blocked the way that you were headed. So with one kind of spear up, he looks at the crystal that Orba is kind of holding. Having put down the bow, I'm gesturing now to the crystal. Holding the bag, Orba's gonna say, you take this and we go away. <laughs> oh, boy. We're all we'll scatter. You take this and we scatter. There's one more kind of sweep back and forth with the spear and then he tilts it upward. And he motions to the back and the one with the sack comes forward. Okay. I want to, with my yeah, height, yeah, yeah. Same, 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 I want to try to get as good of a yeah, look as I can. He opens it and sticks his hand uh, in. Give me a perception check. It's okay. going to be really hard to see if there's anything okay. else. Not 20, baby. Oh, no. Um, uh, 11. Yeah, very difficult to see. He quickly reaches a little hand in and pulls out. He pulls out a fistful of what looks like broken glass of various <laughs> colors. And he kind of holds it up. And then with the light pouring through the trees, it kind of glitters a little bit. Right, bro. Oh, it's an, better trade. it's an exchange. Oh. oh, why are we? I feel like a Just right ass. Let it happen. <laughs> why feel stupid? Sure. And the one with the necklace. Or... Better trade. Ask for something better. Oh, Ask for something mean, better. How would she do that? Uh-uh. <laughs> Motions again. Guy sticks his hand in the sack once more. Try to look again. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> worse. Six. This time, he t- quickly takes out what looks like a bottle, and there's some liquid in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the elongated shape with a narrow neck at the top looks like a wine bottle. Oh. And it's still intact. It, lo- it looks like it hasn't been opened. Looks like it hasn't been opened. Can we tell the brand make of it? Give me a perception. Oh! Oh my God! They've been in the boat. I'm not going to know, though. Uh, I've... He looks like he has his hand on the label, so oh. very difficult to tell. Um, uh, show it, show it, uh, show bottle. Right, bro. Did he move sense. his hand at all? It's still holding it in the uh, same spot. Release your hand. I'm, I'm motioning him spin, to turn it. Spin the bottle. Make a performance check. <laughs> all, yeah, sure. Both of you. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Um, Ten. I think it's a dirty 20. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. He looks at Saphir's sort of hand motions, and he puts his other hand on the bottom of it, and puts one hand on the front, and... Red, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, and as the label faces towards you, the Mullifer S in cursive writing sort of appears on the side of it there. Red, do we want the Mollifer S bottle? Yes, yeah, it could be interesting. It. That's fine. That crystal's not worth that much. Is but it? we also do we want? Yes, we should also do that. Yes. Yes. Ah. Nice. Yes. I feel like such a right off. And as soon as he has the crystal, uh, we'll look at it later. We'll investigate it later. Okay. As there's been kind of a agreement established, the spears go down, oh, and they start to kind of walk around, and they're looking at, like, your bag, they're okay, looking yeah. at your stuff. Okay, okay. You see them kind of... Oh, goodness, this is so cute. <laughs> okay, what else we got, guys? One do- of them goes around behind Graven, and he touches your shield. Oh, oh shit. Can... Do they sense magical items that I know of? Like, um, there might be some that can, but yeah. not so naturally. Okay. 
I won't, unless he, if he's just being gentle, yeah, I'll let him. Yeah, he doesn't like grab yeah, it or yeah, anything, okay. but he looks at it. Yeah. He even kind of turns it toward the sun a little bit yeah. and the glint off the shield. <laughs> I'll reach into my, I'll reach into my bag. <laughs> I'll reach into my bag though and take out the vile Erlen's arm cheats. And I'll kind of oh give it a, like a, like let it hit the light and hold it out like that. <laughs> Give me a deception check oh. with disadvantage. Oh. It, it doesn't like glint or shine. It doesn't have any yeah. kind of. It doesn't look like a you know unless you were. They don't look like they're looking for natural things. They look yeah. like they're looking for deception with disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> um, eleven. Eleven. He shakes his head and it, to your shield again. Brat, 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 and he motions to the guy with the sack. And the guy with the sack comes over. He reaches in, pulls out a metal helmet with like yellow plumage. Oh. It's, and he motions, oh. he goes to like kind of put it on his, his head, but it doesn't fit. It's not the right, the right oh. shape. Oh. Does it look big enough to fit me? Yeah, it does. Is the plumage, okay. sorry, is the plumage, is it of the Mollifair colors? The plumage? It's just like yellow. It has like a almost like Roman, like front mm -hmm. to back plumage. Oh, okay. Yellow. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's not like an insignia of any mm -hmm. kind. It's just. Yellow plumage. Do uh, uh, under my breath. <clears throat> I, do we want this entire bag? Uh, no, there could be hundreds of them. Okay. He means kill them. Oh. No. Can I take my dagger <laughs> off the oh. belt? Sure. Not worth it. And not hold like hold it non-threateningly mm -hmm. and like hold it out for them to look Is there at. Anything special about that? No, it's just, just a rudimentary dagger. Rudimentary. <clears throat> the key. The key. I, I want to. But Micah Denholm's uh, yeah. hilt. Uh, I'm gonna take out the sword hilt from Micah Denholm's. Uh, mm -hmm. <sighs> shit, doesn't that have some? Yeah, it had, or something? It had um, like jewels and stuff on it and stuff. Did it have jewels in it? I thought I thought it was like an ornate handle. I did think uh, it was like an ornate. Handle, Ornate's different than jewel, jewel encrusted. I don't know about jewel. Yeah, it might just have like. In that case, like, I'll also take out <clears throat> along with that the two pearls. That I found. Okay. I found two pearls. Yeah, I, I don't even remember what. <laughs> I, I think those. I, I vaguly. Yeah. <laughs> what city was Micah Denholm in again? <clears throat> that was Mukmu. Yeah, was Mukmu. All right. Well, doing While that. she's fiddling, I'm gonna. What about the talisman I took from the pledge mage? Do we carry that? Yes. As Saphir is holding out those right. items, reaches into the sack and he pulls out two items. One of them is a small jewelry box that has like a broken hinge. It looks like it's sustained a little bit of damage. And the other one is a kind of silk scarf with frayed edges. <laughs> what, what do I say if Can I motion inside? Yes. He tips it upside down and the hinge kind of falls free. There's nothing inside oh. it. God damn it. Uh, he shakes it and it makes like a little jingling noise. Not good enough. Sorry. Um, what do I do? You see if he has another offer. Yeah. Uh, anything else, mate? Anything else? Um, I'm kind of motioning to the pearls, like, oh. Reaches back into the satchel, and there's a little jingling, and he takes out a little keychain with four silver keys on it that are kind of badly tarnished. Yes. For one, yeah, yeah one. Uh, uh, <laughs> are the pearls that valuable to just give him one? Yes, pearls are very valuable. I'm handing him a pearl, or does he not want, he wants both? Right. Mm. Mm. I don't All think right. that's gonna work. All right. Oh, 
He also oh, points oh, out oh. the sword hilt. Okay, sure. Well, can oh. I, uh, she had her sword hilt from Lincoln at home. Oh, I see. I don't two purple. I thought you meant your special oh, sword no. hilt for a Pointing second. Pointing while she does mm. it. Those keys, did you find, and she'll point towards the water, like out there? Do it. <laughs> I'm going to hand you the things kind of knowingly. Four, uh, key chain of so four silver keys, takes the two pearls, sort of jams it into the saddle there. Did we, did we take the wine? Yeah, <laughs> yes, you did take oh, okay. the wine. <laughs> Again, one of the Bullywugs goes over to Graven. Red, bro. Oh, the shield. I mean, it looks nice. I know. I need this shield. Reaches in. Oh, God. And he pulls out a little rook, sort of smudged <laughs> with oh, dirt. Oh, my God. And a little dirt clod what on top of it that have? might be obscuring um, my I'll, I'll give him one God. of these where I go. He looks at it like he didn't consider that before. Mm. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, shit. And he's like turning it over in his little hand. <laughs> um, er- and then he looks around. Erlen's gonna. <laughs> Oh man, what an idiot! Erlen's I need gonna, that shield. I need. Yeah. Erlen's no, gonna yeah. pull out the um, earring of the Fork Tongue Monastery. I believe it's gold. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna point at the the thing you just like point, pointing at the fact that he just held out the rook, which is also gold, right? He reaches Damn back it. in and pulls it back out, and he looks at he holds it up a little bit, and that emerald catches the light and glows green. No. Oh, goodness. Um, have he reaches I... and he pulls out a couple other items, sort so... of perusal. Okay. Oh, okay. What, what do you got? There's like a series of painted nesting dolls. He like opens one and there's another smaller one inside. Like it's painted, like it has a little uh-huh. face on it. And he like opens each one. <laughs> so there's like six wow, sort of yeah. smaller and smaller nesting dolls. Does he get to the bottom of the, all the way to the smallest? Yeah, because okay. there's nothing inside the smallest. <laughs> it's a diamond. Speaking of, actually, real quick, yes. my little bag of diamonds that I got, mm-hmm. <laughs> how could I tell if I were to take a how much of that that I would need to cast Revivify? Did I give you a value of that? I, you, you, I don't think so. And where was that found? Um, was that it was at in the, the temples? Oh, was it? No. It wasn't. wasn't. I think it might have been the Heptactor temple. It was, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, because sure we, we didn't have diamonds for a while when you had it. It was Heptactor. That's right. Sure. It was. Right. Heptactor. It looks like I can find it there. Because um, Revivify needs. What, 300 it's... gold? Ah, it was at the bandit stash, actually. Oh, okay. That's it. It was approximately 350 in value. So you could give away a small so, cluster that would be about 50 golds worth. I mean, that's not much. It's not much, but it's diamonds, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, okay, I will, uh, uh, if Erlen's still got his um, so the earring. earring out, I'll try to <laughs> very specifically only take 50 <laughs> worth and like obscuring so that it okay. looks like it's You have one kind of that. behind you who was looking at your shield. <laughs> yeah. Brave. And this is enough, uh, so we still have enough diamonds to remove. Exactly. <laughs> and and he holds out the nesting dolls. <laughs> he holds the nesting dolls, and he reaches into the bag, and he takes out a cracked bottle that has a shimmering red liquid inside. Looks like a healing potion. Maybe. Looks a little thicker than a regular healing potion. 
Like it has a little extra kind of glow to it. Um, sort of looks to all his other bullywugs, and they all kind of. The potion, I think. Wait, has my tattoo been showing like any signs of wear or anything? Um, as my magical focus. Ever so slightly, a little bit of fade to it. And it's been like two weeks? Yeah, that sounds about right. After Butez gave it the tattoo, yeah. yeah. Because I still Maybe have a little bit longer than that. my crystal, my like original Your spellcasting spell focus. <laughs> yeah. Careful. What? It, it's a, it, a spellcasting focus. It's more like a glass than a true gemstone. Right. Um, it still like looks pretty, but it doesn't like sparkle the way a real gemstone does. That doesn't mean it's not appealing, but it certainly doesn't look like diamonds or something like that. Okay. What about it's more like glass? Um, what about my Peridot gemstone? Is that, that pretty is a gemstone? Looking? Yeah, Peridot's pretty. I'll, I'll if I see them wavering, you know, at this, I'm just gonna point to the diamonds and to the potion. Might be worse. Snow. We have enough to bring Sweet. someone back. With bring the rest. Bring the rest. Yes, we will. Okay, then bra, bra, bra. We could use all the help we can get right now. Sprinkles them into the little bag that they have. Do you there. have something to sweeten the deal on this? <clears throat> Take out the Peridot gemstone. Bra. Put it. Actually, <clears throat> pass it to me. And I'm going to put it on top of the snake's head, like the rook. <laughs> Holds up the nesting dolls. No, <laughs> no. Looks the same. See, looks the same. I'm gonna kind of like hold it together so like it looks like the snake has a. Give me a persuasion hat. check. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Sixteen. <gasps> oh shit! Damn it! Why did I have him? I don't off? know. Moron. And then everyone's gonna shrug his hands, give it back, put it away. For a moment there, they, they as they were taking things out, they put kind of down on the ground in a couple spots some of the items that they were willing okay. to present. So again, kind of in front of you on the ground are a metal helmet with some yellow plumage. Uh, you already took the wine bottle. A That jewelry box, there was a silk scarf. Uh, the keychain you already took. Um, they don't put out the golden rook, the nesting dolls, and you silk took the cracked bottle. doesn't look magical in any way, does it? You wouldn't be able to tell that just by looking at it. You need to detect it somehow. You wouldn't be able to tell. Uh, oh. <clears throat> Do we have ten minutes here? Oh, we can no. procrastinate, I guess. And ten, ten minutes while he's casting something? I yeah, think. No. I don't know. Suspicious. What we have, but yeah. Graven, do you not want the? I'm not saying you should give up the I shield. I cannot for give it. up my shield. No, I'm not saying you should. But should we try to negotiate something else? Do you want that? I have the. Whole, I'm sure it would be nice. What do you have for that? I, I have. I have an ivory oh. drinking horn as well. I also have a horn. <laughs> well, do you, you like a sound horn? Yeah, not a. That one's like a. Well, try horn. that. Uh, do you want me to try that for the helmet? Sure. I think that's the most useful thing, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Unless anything's magical. You Give don't it see shot. anything, though, do you? Okay. Um, I'm going to kind of motion to the helmet. Right. Uh, and I'm going to take the ivory. Right. Ooh. Okay. Thank you. Right. Okay. Try it on. 
Does it fit? Yeah, it, it's a little <laughs> snug, but it definitely it fits. <laughs> Do I have like, it? Like, it, like, it has like a Roman like front to back like yellow plumage. If I ripped that off, would it still give the same advantage? <laughs> I mean, you don't know what it. Uh, I mean, they right. would function as a helmet. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Does it give you an extra AC or no? Uh, no, it does not. Oh. <sighs> helmet does not give extra AC. It's part of armor. Okay. It would need to have a magical effect for it to give additional bonus. Who says? Me? I mean, if I you don't know. I mean, you don't exactly. Know if it's yeah. You haven't yet done anything. All right. Uh, I think we might have gotten um, everything. Um, I have the uh, like ornately carved small ivory faces mm-hmm. from that craftsman. Mm-hmm. For the rook. I'll hold my hands in the air like I got nothing. Give him like a little bow. They all, all kind of do the kind of same. Cluster, yeah. they gather the things back up. He takes the nesting dolls. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> do they look like anyone familiar? The nesting dolls. No. <laughs> I mean, they're very simply painted. It's not like, like, it's like just like a dotted face, like Grimari, oh. Julian, Falco. <laughs> to the one who's been communicating with us this whole time, Orba. Brat bro. Brat bro. Oh yes. Brat bro. Oh. Brat bro. Brat bro. <laughs> and he hops, and then the other ones bounce and hop, bounce and hop. All of them kind of, and they move further, kind of off to your right. I love them. <laughs> I want to kill them for all the things. I mean, yes. Yeah, you guys once again left, kind of. Uh, if we do it quietly, I could cast silence. <laughs> oh my god! And murder them quietly. Okay, can I take out the thing now? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Uh, take out the wine bottle. Uh, it's, it's sealed and everything? Yes, it looks, the liquid is fully inside. There's no breakage. Um, and the, the corks in it. The label, it's, it's Dig up my Mollifair. Um, it looked like, yeah, it's like an ink label with cursive writing on it, it says Mollifair S. Uh, has it shown any signs of like water damage? Yeah, the label is a little stained in a couple places. Like it might've had water splashed on it, but. But not like submerged? Hard to tell, but probably not. I mean, it might've been in a, Kate or a crate or a case or a crate or something oh, okay. to protect okay. it, but yeah. we know what this means, right? They were on the boat. Yes. So I think. I mean, we know that there are some creatures that can get on the boat that can negotiate with her. We knew that before. I mean, that was our special tip. So I, I'm wondering. Or if they haven't been on the boat, that could have very easily washed ashore in a crash. I suppose. Some of these things. Uh, Probably not the chess piece. Yeah, what He's business do they have pieces. with a fucking chess piece, fuck's sake? Well, I tipped. Yes, we it know. looked like a piece of <laughs> shit until I speak on that any further. It's all right. It's just gold. Okay, so we think maybe the keys were also from there. We think they definitely got the chess piece from there. The wine probably from there. Yeah. So Which there, means there were... are still treasures to be found there. Yeah, I know I was on the fence before. Fucking keys now. Which, by the way, and you can hear my bag jingling, is I have to keep it. You can distinguish those from the other keys. I'm keeping it in my hand for that exact reason. Don't do that. Well, I don't know what I. Look at the amount of keys in my bag. Let someone else hold them. You take the keys. Or throw all of those away. Or throw them all away. Should I just throw them away? They keep on the ground. They like wear down. How about how many keys? There was four keys. Four silver keys. Silver keys. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm like deleting this silver. from my bag, so I'm no longer confused. And I still have enough diamonds to the cast keys the river. <laughs> you gave them, them about 50 gold, okay. 50 gold worth. So there was items. Yes. <laughs> and the keys are not worth an item. No, keys are not a, not a slot. Okay. 
So we're scouting. <clears throat> yes, yes. And what exactly, let's just agree, does that look like? Just this literally sitting out there and watching and, and not getting too close? Because what we've done before is say that we are scouting yeah. and then get so close, close that we in fact are, are initiating combat. In it, yeah. yes. Yeah, so let's try not to do that. Well, the good news is it's in the middle of the water, so. Is that the good news? Well, we have to stay far away from it. Yes, okay. So, uh, scouting, really? Yes. Uh, yes, why are you looking at me? I'm, I behave. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Okay, let's go. Okay. Right. A few more winding routes keep you out of the sludgiest parts of this kind of mini marsh that you're traveling through. You start to see the trees giving way to sky. And unlike when you emerged uh, from the sagging caverns and a storm was already brewing over the ocean, this time when you hit the coast, there's not a single cloud to be seen. Oh, shit. A marvelous open expanse that shows you the ocean's softer side with its waves rolling in slowly and methodically. When you get beyond the last vestiges of the woods, you glance to your right and with a kind of group involuntary swelling inhalation, almost like a gasp, you lay eyes on the protruding pseudo-island in the distance to the northeast, connected only to the main continent by a craggy, narrow strip of land. The cape is densely forested, but it's invariably flat. The lack of changes in elevation make it look from afar like almost like a freshly mown lawn. Though with its mysterious reputation, you wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of sinister arcane cloud looming up above it. But it bears no such bad omens. The tufted treetops look soft enough for a giant to lay its head down to rest. Finlock Forest is in your sights. The weight of what that means feels heavy on your chest, and for Graven, even without looking, you're suddenly very aware of every scar running up and down your arms like the blood is pumping through the hardened tissue instead of your veins. <laughs> Without saying anything or motioning to stop, the group pauses and stares for a moment. A silent acknowledgement of how far you've come to get here that has the added benefit of soaking in a little bit of the warm sunlight, now unfiltered by the canopies above. Between here and there, however, is still a little bit of a beachside trek and for now the weather is fully cooperating with your plans. Such clarity also affords you the first glimpse of what is almost certainly the wreckage of the Mullifair Galleon. For probably less than an hour away at a decent pace are two masts jutting askew from shallow rocky waters. It's behind some boulder formations, so it's hard to make out all of the details without getting a little bit closer, but it looks like at least part of the ship's hull is like tilted and protruding above the surface of the water. So okay. maybe half or more of the ship is submerged, but then oh. some of it is up above the water. Oh. <laughs> the larger majority has either oh. sunk or broken off. It's close to the shore, but the ship isn't exactly beached. If you want to investigate, you're still looking at either scuttling from some rocks to rocks or taking a little swim. Though if you had to pick a day to do it, this would be it. Mm. Gentle tides are now nothing like they were when you took the rowboats <laughs> to Spud's Island. So, you see Finlock Forest far in the distance. That's the first thing that you see out there with a sort of 
flat tree line, and then you shift your focus, your gaze a little bit, and you see those two masts kind of protruding up out of the water just some distance down the beach. Fuck me. Do you feel all right, Goliath? I feel the weight of things coming, but no. Yes, I feel fine. Uh, I I think I should... I mean, we're... The island and the Isthmus are like... We can see them, but they're not yeah, close. It's it, like, you can only see them because of how clear it is. They're hours away. I mean, the boat's probably oh, wow. le- a little less okay. than an hour, and then the island is probably a couple hours. Yeah, I mean, it's because it's slightly downhill and so open, you can just see crystal clear far into the distance. Well, perhaps part of the scouting is looking in these, you know, in this area for where we might lay our heads tonight before we see pockets tomorrow. That's very yeah. It involves sitting and watching those masts for a long time to see if and when those the winds take the masts the wrong way, how long that happens for. Well, this just turned into a quite a long scout here, which is okay. I think that's what we want. We've got all the all day. We want okay, to get... Okay, okay. No, no, I think we should take our time with this. I'm not saying you're wrong, I'm just saying. I think we want to get ourselves closer before we start scouting the, um... the, the, the sails, because no, once no, we realize it changes, we want to be able to move fairly quickly. Oh, I think, uh, I think we want to watch it change at least once, and then I prepare this, just so yeah. we have a sense of how long we have to get that's in. That's what I'm um, saying. The spyglass. Can I, like, have a look uh, at... Mm-hmm. Finlock Forest first, just to like scan it a little bit. But also, I'm assuming we're a little far away to say anything specific. Any like, just since I know something's there and I've heard of magic, any sort of glints or like refractions of light that seem unnatural? Yeah, too far at this point. Okay. I mean, really all you can see is the kind of uniform tree line. Oh, I can't even see like tides going in or anything like that. that Occasionally, if it's a bigger wave, you might see it kind of crash upon the shore, but you But I don't see anything when it crashes on shore, any like strangeness in the tides or anything like that. Not at the shore. It's mostly at sea level or is it raised a bit? It's raised a little bit, but it's surprisingly close to sea level. Like with a raging storm, you could easily see waves crashing up against the sides of the island. No structures, just forest, right? You can't see any structures yet. Dense forestation. Then I'll sort of take spy glass over to the Mollifair boat. Okay. Give me a perception check. See anything alive? Mm-hmm. Uh, 12. 12. You can't see the main part of the boat. Again, there's behind some sort of larger boulders and stuff that you need to get closer. You can see the tops of the masts. One of the masts, the sail has been torn or fallen off. One of them remains. And right now it looks to be blowing. You wait for like a gust of wind and there's a little pause as it kind of travels down. And it seems to be traveling with the wind currently. Okay, great. Um, it, it, with how detect magic works, it's only within thirty feet of yourself, I believe right? Yeah. Any kind of like if there were a aura of magic around an entire island, say, I'd have to be that close to it to yes. tell. I, because even if it was a projection of something, oh, I see what you mean. See, seeing it from far away, that wouldn't help me. Yeah, it wouldn't. What what else did we get just now from these frog creatures? I'm thinking about. Detecting whether this helmet has magic in it or of any oh. kind. Does anybody else have anything that I should check? No. No, I think I'm okay. I mean, the keys, I suppose, but I don't yeah. suspect those are magical, honestly, right. so. I mean, maybe I've never checked with these small ivory faces or the. I don't suspect those would, that would be surprise me. Would... Anyway, I'm going to take 10 minutes and uh, we'll look at all these Graven things. Graven sits so... for a moment, finds a rock to sit on there and concentrate. Yeah. I'll also kind of look down the way. Graven asked to look for a place. 
if I can, I probably won't be able to see towards the Ismuf, but like near an hour. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> uh, like just sort of down the coast, if I can find any sort of like places that seem like it might be safe to rest or bury something. Yeah, I mean, basically all the way from where you are all the way to the Isthmus, there's like the tree line of the woods you came out of Mm -hmm. and then a nice big beach gap of anywhere between 50 to 100 feet, depending on how wide the beach is, and then the water. So it's pretty much consistent all the way. So presumably if at some point you took a little detour into the woods, you could find a spot to hide or something. Then then while we're waiting here, I'll just sort of camp out and keep my eye on the sails and the wind. Okay, great. Um, give me a perception check, Orba and Safira. Anything while Graven's concentrating Six. here? Okay. Uh, oh, I thought you wanted a perception check for me. If you're poking around. Uh, yeah, I'll poke to... around a little bit. Okay. While give me an investigation here. check. Why not? Why not poke? Oh, because I'm not good at it. <laughs> Didn't he ask for Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Didn't he ask for one from you? Depending on what she was doing. Oh. I don't know what Orbis. Oh, I'm just sitting and thinking. Okay. <laughs> Staying there with Graven, thinking. As Fira's just kind of waiting for Graven, she looks back. She sees Graven sort of focusing, concentrating. She looks at Erland, who's looking through the spyglass. She just kind of wanders a little bit closer down toward the water, and one of the waves kind of rolls in. And sometimes you'll see the wave like hit a rock, and you'll see it kick up a little bit. A little bit of the foam kind of kicks up, and at one point a wave kind of. Kicks up a little bit, and then as it's pulling back out, it doesn't. Oh, some kind of face body that has been washed ashore sort of kicks up against the. the... Um, I'm gonna kind of flag them down yeah. and call yes. everyone. Does a. Is it right in front of us, or it's down the beach? <laughs> I was to calling the water. them. Over <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I know. It's yeah. probably 30 feet away from you, okay. down by the edge of the water. Should we go see if that's still alive, or? Uh, I'll um, look with the spyglass at it. Does it seem alive? It isn't moving at all, and the clothes are ripped, tattered. Um, it's bloated. It looks like it might have been floating for a while. Seems dead. Um, Orba, okay. perhaps you should not go near it for it, the moment. If he is, in fact, dead, uh, come with me. Let's yeah. go see if he's got anything on him. Keep an eye on the sails. Well, why, why can't they Just go? not yet. Last time we were around dead people, they attacked Sephira. No, last time they were around dead people, I sent them to the ethereal plane to rest. After the two of them. That's true. I'm not saying it's not we're a just good thing. Gonna I'm ha- just saying you can go near it eventually, but just in a second. Keep an eye on the sails, Orba. Yeah, I'll keep an eye. Not looking at the sails. <laughs> <laughs> Has it flipped around? <laughs> <laughs> you guys start to move down towards her. Just as you guys are moving down, that's, we'll say it's about ten minutes have gone by, and Graven finishes ritually casting detect magic. Mm-hmm. You open your eyes with a helmet. No sense no. of magic. <laughs> that's stupid ass. It's okay. That drinking. Does feel particularly stout as he wears it. <laughs> I mean, looks nice. Does it, oh, it, it protects your it's head. It's a like, fashion it's statement. Not, it's not AC, so it's. Fuck. It, you get know. shot with an arrow in the face. Does it help at all? Yeah. I mean, if there was like some falling rocks or something. God damn it! If you trip and fall real bad, right, I'm gonna tear the plumage off so okay. that it's a little more simple. And how? So you don't run into bow like a little bird. <laughs> <laughs> how how large of an item if it's not worn? Medium. <laughs> With like torn bits of plumage still on the top of it. It's like Steve now. <laughs> oh man, that's this is not your day, dude. You guys walk down to the water, slowly, carefully approaching, and as you get closer, no signs of movement other than the water that kind of pushes up against it as it moves along the shore. You see it's covered in sand, and the attire looks 
black, like a tattered black attire. There was some kind of like tunic and a simple pair of pants. It looks like a dead woman of some kind. And though she has sort of nothing obvious on her, like there isn't something on her belt or like a weapon strapped to her back or anything, you see some deep gashes on her back. Like she's face down kind of in the water. And you see some scratch, some like very deep, sharp, Gashes on her back. What claws, it looks like. Um, like you're getting closer to take a look. I yeah. mean, you guys are yeah. seeing this from a little oh, bit. I want to. I want to get closer. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. Take a look. you can. Give me investigation checks. That's very good. Like Twenty-two. <laughs> Twenty-two. I'll say, taking a close look, definitely sharp enough to be claws, but not sharp enough to be a weapon. So like. It looked like a like something natural, like a claw or a tooth or something. And, and there were like multiple ones like nearby rather than a single stroke. There's multiple of them, and they're like in all different directions. Like, oh, shit. What and is... the tunic is kind of tattered, so you can if you sort of raise it or something, you might be able to get a better look at the gash. Yeah, can we like pull her out of the water? Yep, a little bit yeah. she's mostly all, like all yeah. the way up, but if you pull her a little further, the water no longer. But I know if the sea hag has. Claws sea like that? Claws? They do? Okay. Yeah, and then Difficult to tell that exactly if it's yeah. that claw, but sea hags do have claws. Check out the wounds and also maybe like roll her over after I've done that as well to check to see I want to see if she has a bag on her. She has no bag on her. As you turn, as you pull up the shirt a little bit to get a look at the gashes, not only are they in a bunch of different directions, they're in letters. Oh my And God. carved into the back of this person it says, No deal, I steal. In Yuck, I say. Okay, I'm really starting to waffle <laughs> on this. <laughs> no deal. Um, in addition to that, sort of lumped in with your investigations, there's other markings as well that are wounds that don't look like claw marks. Quills stuck into her leg. Tiny bite marks that look like they came from sort of a very small mouth, like maybe even like a fish. And some three-pronged indentations that maybe came from like a trident or something with like multiple puncturing points. So quills like, um, like, uh, 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 you don't mean writing quills, you mean like from... Yes, like animal quills. <laughs> <laughs> you could pep stab you could. one yes. of those. The hag is a poet. Um... <laughs> Pen, my dear, and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible advice. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, 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 any markings of who this person might be affiliated to if we turn her over, like... Just the color of the clothing. It's the only thing you note. Um, a deal gone wrong, it seems. Yeah, no shit, man. I mean... Yes, this is horrible. Uh, so... I hate this. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Um, can we now please show Orba and Graven so that we all have the same information? Orba. Graven looks Graven's like he's finished oh. with... Oh, I can come? <laughs> yes. I can come now? How are the sales doing? Okay, I don't know. You know what? No attitude. <laughs> she comes over. Give me the gloss. I've just seen this. You're still Reaper, right? Yeah. I've just seen this thing like <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> the gloss. And I'll turn my sights back to the boat again. Okay. Looks the same. The sails. That's the only part you can see is the masts, but you see them. What? Can you look? Uh. Y- um. Yeah. So. So. Not friendly, I don't think. And if the deal goes wrong, clearly uh, consequences. There's now, letters in her body. So that was the first thing I noticed. But what else is interesting is uh, it seems like she might have some allies in there with her, which we knew was a, you know, yeah. a, a potential problem. Allies of the sea. Um, also, 
a weapon, potentially a trident of some kind. Seems not entirely unexpected. Urch urchins, perhaps some sort of sea urchins that could be shooting out quills, fish bites, perhaps, and then yes, tridents may perhaps murder people. Okay. So what I'm saying is, uh, how are we feeling considering this? This. I will I... say we don't know how greedy, <coughs> how greedy this person got and how much they tried to get away with. And, or if well, she has not much to offer. To be clear, also, uh, this may go without saying, but this is a message for passerbys, not for this person. No, no shit. Um, uh, the. Oh uh, no, I thought that they were just. It could be both. Mutilating it could her be body. neither. Why would she mutilate the body for the person who's already dead? Maybe she's a meanie. I mean, I think this, this is looked. Maybe it happened before she died. Ugh. Oh, that's the worst theory ever. Totally possible, though. Um, could I tell from wounds whether they were post mortem? Um, Detective Given that this body seems to have been in the salt water for some time, not when it's been soaking like that, not even. I've seen her forehead at this point. Forehead? Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, I rolled her over. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't see anything. No, no. Um, <laughs> Yeah. So, the, the thing that I'm thinking is, mm. we shouldn't be bringing any of our stuff with us if we go in outside of our weapons, and maybe the one thing, if we do decide there is anything, that we want to bargain with. But if we enter bargaining with her, the risk of that, it, I think, is higher than the reward. If we decide to say, hey, we've got something for you, and she doesn't like it, we're in combat, and we don't have the element of surprise. But if we go in saying we're going to kill this thing, then at least we might have the element of surprise. I'm thinking we might just want to walk away. If she's got that much, I don't know, help in there, that's a concern. You mean walk away completely, not The not other thing I thought is I could try to have an animal or something scout for us. If we wait for the wind to change, I can try to have a friendly creature look in and, and see what we're dealing with so that, I mean, that way at least we have more information. Friendly sea creature? Can you speak to anything that lives in I the water? I can speak to animals in general, so something that lives in the water shouldn't be a problem. It might, well, a couple things. First of all, we're underestimating <clears throat> this creature's intelligence, if we simply bury something outside, she could be like, go get the thing that you buried. You, it I matters mean, it's to not, you. I, it's totally possible. I'm just saying that the farther, the more steps we can put between her and just grabbing something, I probably the better. It sounds like, at least even based on this horrible mutilation, that the first attempt is a deal. So the the deal could, uh, I suppose all I'm saying is in terms of burying something, is she could very but easily say... But she might ask us for something ridiculous. Like, sure, but she might ask us for that regardless of whether or not we bury it, is what I'm saying. I'm what, just saying I would, would like to What would be the most ridiculous inside. thing for you to give up right now? Orba. What she, if she said she stays with me? That's a murder. That's not a deal. It's a deal to this... All what right. do you think? This Beside thing members <laughs> of our group. people... What would be the most ridiculous thing for you to give up right Probably. now? My bow. Oh. So listen, I'm... <laughs> 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 it's pretty, uh... Look, now we know that much, but what we do... If we're gonna do this, we're not going in blind, okay? Okay, so, so I am going to try... Or or find a fish. another option, perhaps, is I'm people... I'm find a fish. Without... Finding a fish is a lovely idea. Okay, find a fish. What What's your idea? Spit it out. If all of us go in, that's four deals she needs to make. 
If only a couple of us go in, we that's don't know too much. We're splitting make up. a deal I'm with not everyone. Sending somebody in there without. All right. I was no, no go one was going fish. in there alone. Let me not find right a fucking fish. You're pretty go. far from we're, the boat. So yeah, you're like very far. An hour oh. or more of travel. Do we want to oh. wait for the wind I thought the fish could go fast. No, I'm sticking with I'm talking to you. I'm still like keeping an eye on this. Why don't we wait for the wind to change and then I'll look for my first animal? Yeah. Again, not here. You would, would do that we much have closer. To be closer, but let's okay. be quiet as we're approaching. I don't want to let anything know we're here. Okay. So if we're going to do any talking, let's do it now. We're going to be out in the open on the beach. I know. I'm just Anybody saying. Anybody who's May interested I? in looking is what? going to see the people. Pause at the fact that what if the wind only changes for an hour this day and that's it? Well then, well, then it sucks because yeah, we're not doing it then. Why wouldn't we just go in? What are we hoping to because see? Because we're not stupid. We just got to the shore saying we're going to scout. We're, we're not going to get close. We're scouting. Look, we just scouting. scouted oh a lady. <laughs> we're on a beach in the forest. Scouting done. You have no idea what's going on What do you think's going to happen? Everyone's like, This is not strategic. This is not strategic at all. We're not doing it that way. We are going to scout more if we're going in at all. We're not going to be stupid. We don't have the room. I'll keep looking. But let's get a little closer so that Zephyr can get the fish. I imagine as well that what happened here means that a deal was tried to be struck and, and this person tried to just walk away with no deal at all and that was unacceptable. Yeah. Is that you go well, in looking once, for a deal, some kind of deal. Once the deal, I get the sense, and I could be wrong, but I don't think so, that if you go in and you make a deal, whether she likes it or not, you are either going to die there or she's going to get what she, she wants from you. I'm assuming that we're entering into combat. Something. Yes, as soon as as she doesn't like a deal. So it's another one of those things where we could pause it all we want, but we're never gonna know for sure. There's all kinds no. of ways that this could be. Above. All right. That's why we're getting a fish. Should we get closer, get closer while yes. we observe? Yes. Oh, um, before this goes away, let me look at the statues that you've got. Oh, I have them. They do not glow. They don't glow. Any oh, actually, the Radirian burial urn. Does that glow in any way? It does not. Um, the ceremonial talisman. major. The pledge mage talisman. It does glow with magic. Do I know what kind of magic? Uh, I think you can tell, right? You can yeah, spend an action tell. to sort of pulse them. Uh, it is... You learn um, at school of magic. Yep. Yeah. Double check. Magical. It's if you're just looking at Erlen and shaking your head. To two things. I can't see you. So. Uh, it is... Hmm. No, it's okay. Uh, make sure I get the right thing. Did Scooter have a top hat and a monocle, or just in my head? No, just in your head. He was just very <laughs> he had a bow tie. Oh, no, he had a bow tie. He had a leafy bow tie. Did he also have a top hat and monocle? You just what I thought the Lemonade Man had a big top hat and a big mustache. No. <laughs> that guy from, what is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Rocky um, Raccoon? Or no, no not Rocky um, Raccoon. Uh, Wesley uh, Snidely Whiplash. Snidely Whiplash. Enchantment match. Okay. Which is like um, altering. Manipulation, yeah. sometimes of your. Yeah, manipulation of different kinds. Okay. Okay. So it's a mix. It's a mix of abjuration and enchantment mm. match. Whoa! Now, I wouldn't know just from detecting that whether immediately attuning to it would be dangerous. Like, nope. I'd have to... That doesn't detect if there's a curse on right. it. You have to attune to it, right? Unless you get it identified. To tell if there's a curse. curse. I mean, if you spend time identifying it, there's a chance you could be able to tell that it's cursed in some way, depending on the nature of the curse. Mm-hmm. But Well, my helmet is just a 
fucking helmet. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. About but that, mate. this talisman that I got from the Pledge Mage does have some enchantment and abjuration magic. Oh, maybe it. put that on. I assume it would oh, make you have invisible. It completes the outfit. Remember, it was able to turn invisible without the talisman. It, oh, it didn't immediately. I know, but it down. could do something. Uh, you tried on the It could also curse While you. While we're scouting, why don't I try and identify it? Oh. Can I do that? You can do it during a short rest. Yeah. Yeah. So if I mean, I'm like, if they're scouting and I'm yeah. just... If you're, yeah, if you're not continuing to like travel. Yeah. One of us could. Oh, yeah. So we're trying to get within, just so I'm clear, we're trying to get within like 10 minutes of this boat because her talk minutes. with animal only lasts 10 minutes. Yeah, so like we get what's the shortest close. distance between the shore and the boat. Boat is, yeah. okay, right? great. Yeah, so we're going to walk. Um, Erlen will lead the way on that walking. Uh, I mean, we're out in the open on the beach, just yeah. alertly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me perception with advantage, given that you're looking multiple times over the course of walking here. Those are very bad rolls. 11? Oh perception? God. Yeah. 10. Okay. That was late. A not unwelcome little breeze gives you kind of a little boost from behind as you migrate down the beach. And it isn't long before you have a little better look at the area around the wreck. Some of those boulders that were blocking your vision sort of slowly, they're actually further out in the water than they first looked. So as you're moving down the beach, they're kind of moving off to the left and you're able to see around them to the other side. The first thing that you notice is that the sand is dotted with what, with what at first you think are like stones, like wet stones all over the beach. But actually as Erlen looks through the glass, he sees that there are dozens, maybe even hundreds, of dead fish. Hmm. Like silver, shiny, dead fish littering the beach. They're at their highest concentration down near the water, but they continue to kind of spread out further and further as they move up and are strewn about the shore. You see that gulls have flocked to this spot, but curiously, they kind of keep their distance from the ship itself. Most of them have chosen to kind of stand and perch on nearby rocks or clumps of driftwood that have come ashore. It's rare that you see one of the birds take to the skies, and when they do, they actually fly inland rather than out to sea. There is also what looks to be a man-made element to this spectacle that you're seeing, a series of flat stepping stones that lead from the beach all the way out to the ship. Each of them has kind of a slimy buildup of brown and green algae, like you'd expect on a rock that was underwater, but then a clean top, as if someone dropped a rock there and then hacked off the top of the rock. So it's these big boulders that have a perfectly flat top and then, you know, usual kind of algae-covered sides to them. And it's a series of stones that go all the way from the beach out to the boat, and where it meets the boat, there is a sizable breach in the hull of the ship, a big hole in the side of the ship, where one could conceivably enter into the ship without getting up to the top deck. Though with the amount of damage that the boat has sustained, there might be possibly other openings, you know, other you know, underwater if there was some kind of damage to the boat, but there is one obvious big breach in the side of the boat. How do these stones... Uh, two questions before I forget. Yep. One, as we're walking, I want to see just in the, where the water meets the sand. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to see, uh, as we're walking, I want to be aware if there's anything shiny, any objects, just as we're walking. Um, like where you are or over near the boat? As we're walking. Like, if I'm sort of checking it out, I want to be looking to the ground as well, see if anything's washed ashore. No, nothing that, and are, until you see, get closer to the boat. And are any of the gulls eating the fish on the ground? No. Um, yeah, uh, there's fish up ahead, don't 
step on them, don't touch them, they could be trapped. The gulls aren't eating them for some reason. Can I be honest? I think that we might have ventured a bit. I think this might be as close as we should get. We're not at the fish. Yeah, you're not You're not at it yet. You've seen this from... Once we get to those fish, though, there seems to be some kind of a radius around this thing, and I think we should stay at least a bit outside of it, I right? I agree. I agree entirely. So... Uh, are there any... Is there a point, now that Safira's mentioned that, where it seems like the gulls will not cross, like, a certain threshold, if that makes sense? Um, hard to tell. They just don't really fly, like, to the boat itself. Are there they in, like, around, like, I guess I'm picturing right now almost like a radius of fish sort of out from the boat, or is it more haphazard? Um, it is kind of a radius, but it's like a little semicircle kind of near the shore. Are the yeah. gulls crossing that plane at all? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes they'll fly okay. inland, further inland. Okay. They just don't fly over to the boat. Okay. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a hard barrier that they won't get on. And the stones, mm -hmm. these, these are big. Like yeah. One or two of us could step on one at Two people time. could be on, people. on the same side. And they're in the sand leading towards the ocean. Yeah. And once it gets to the ocean, they're... There's floating rocks? They don't seem to be moving. It seems like they're enormous rocks. Big enough that, because the it's not beached, you said it's like- It eventually out. goes out into the water. I mean, the water's, it, the, the decline is very gradual. It's like yeah. a sandbar kind of. Yeah. So the water stays shallow for a long time, but yes, it continues to go out into the water. This is a well-traveled path. I don't know if they are all friends of the sea hag as you know, Spud made out the the secret to entail, but this is a well-traveled path. Well, I think the idea, mean again, safe. quietly, obviously. I, I agree. The sure. idea, I, I feel like enemies or intruders enter from that breach, but there's a better entrance when the, um, when the sail hmm. changes wind, that there's an access point, rather. Um, I think we should just stay here for a moment and watch if anything goes in and out, especially when the wind changes. Are we the best we can do? Be undercover as that happens, or are we? You can be like by the tree line. Let's be. Let's okay. remain yeah. by this tree line then. At least. Like, that's you. still like that's you know from the water to the tree line. There's 50, 60 feet. So yeah. Oh, oh that's this. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, so then yeah, we'll get to the tree line, but sort of then bigger proceed, in some places. But yeah, proceed closer so that like we can maybe even get almost like perpendicular to the ship. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Not quite that far. Just give me because everybody give me perception checks. Well, I would say because those stones lead to the beach, right? Do they go kind of up to the tree line? Those no. stones? They're like from the edge of the water. Okay. Like okay. starting at the same. <gasps> yes. Jesus. Eleven. Natural. Uh, perception. Yeah. Uh, Thirteen. Fifteen. Great. You guys take a careful look as you guys yeah. are <laughs> examining. And Erland, as he's sort of stepping through the tree line and takes a glance over, you look up and the wind catches in the opposite direction of the sail. And in that moment, you see ripples in the water. Just without anything surfacing, just activity just under the surface of the water. Some of it moving kind of towards the ship. And then once it gets close to the ship, it kind of trails off as if maybe it went down deeper. There's our entrance. The sail's moving in the opposite direction. I'm going to be okay, pointing. We're not going anywhere now. There is, I know, just look, uh, under the water, there's movement. Our entrance is under the water, right by the side of the ship, not through the big yes. scary stones. How, pay attention to the mess. Yes. See how I'm long timing it lasts. as we're going here. Yeah. 10, 11, 12, 
11. I'm just going to count as Sure, you do so. Okay. It lasts for a little while. Anything else you're doing during this time? Um, I'll look to see if the fish change. I'll yeah, look to see look if the seagulls the change. Life. The seagulls don't really seem to react to the changing of the wind or the changing of the sails, kind of. Um, can I... I'm not going in, I promise. I'm just going to the shore. Craven, can I look at the talisman? Uh, yes. I'm going to... Uh, avoiding the circle of fish, I just want to get to the, where the water is. Like, okay, you're trying to avoid stepping on the fish. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid stepping on the fish. I even, there's a lot. Of no, them. I want to like give it a pretty wide berth. Okay, here. I just want to get to the edge of the water them. so I can maybe see what's going on underwater a little bit better. Um, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's salty ocean water. It's very difficult oh, okay, to like, see down into it. it. It's not like a clear like river or lake. Or okay. Uh, I'll be kind of looking up and down the beach if he's out there, just to see if I see anybody approaching, approaching from, from the direction. from the east or west okay. along the beach there. Orba is going to start a short rest <laughs> okay. in the hopes that they scout for an hour or whatever in the duration she's going to try to identify. Okay. As she begins, Erlen walks down to the beach. About five minutes go by and catches with the wind once more. And some of those ripples that you saw in the water come to like a stop stillness in the water. <laughs> and I didn't We're see any. Like, I didn't see any animals going with it at all. Like I didn't see any like fish jumping out of the water. You didn't see anything surface. Okay, just like things waiting below the surface of the water. Yeah. None of those like divey birds. <laughs> no. Aww. Disappear for a little longer than they should. <laughs> five minutes. We have about five minutes to enter. That's enough time to enter. That's certainly enough time to enter, but... It's not enough time to get out. Well, we'd also... Here's the problem. If we're going underwater, we probably have to drink the potions of water breathing. No, we definitely can't do that. We can't, we can't risk it. We it's, don't know. We might a, need them on the way in and on the way out of the Shade Ascender. It's a big-ass ship, right? It's pretty big. And, like, most of it's underwater, right? Like, two-thirds of it are underwater. I think you're right. I think you're right. We have to drink you the potion. I think he's right. I think yes. I'm right. I can hold my breath for 30 Fuck seconds. Sake. How long can you hold your breath for? A lot longer than 30 seconds, sure. but not that much. Not An fun. hour? No. It's Fuck a sake. gigantic I'm shit. I'm not magic. Even I... enough time to swim out there and swim back. I know I'm just concerned that this is going to... We can't do something that's going to preclude us from getting into the Shade Assembly. I understand. This is why, then, perhaps only a couple of people go in and don't fight but give That's things up. Given the strength of the perception up. check also, where those ripples kind of went and then started to trail off, it looks like it's kind of... Where the breach is, the big hole, it looked like it was just off to the right of that, meaning if you walked along the stones for a time, you could then jump into the water from there, as opposed to literally dive into the water from okay. the beach. I see, I see. Like, it seemed like where those ripples were headed was not actually that far from where the breach is on the side of the boat. Right, but a lot of the boat is underwater. Yeah, a good chunk of the boat is underwater. So it's just, it's it's it would be very risky to dive underwater in, in a crumbling ship. Someone could get caught. That seems dangerous. I understand, right, yes. Right. Let me... Let's think about Let it me right pitch here. something here. We have a talisman. She's, by the way, she's uh, trying to figure out what that yeah, talisman is. Yeah, I don't know. Is. Can I, can I hear like? Uh, you discuss? could chip in the conversation, but I can't. Look, but I can hear it. Yeah. I just want to make if, sure I'm here. If you came back from the water, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been she's about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. She's been trying to. She's trying to figure out what the talisman is. Okay. We have the talisman, which means we have some kind of a connection to the pledge mages. 
we have made a connection to a former warden. You have connection with animals. Yes. We have the information that only friends of the sea hag would have going in. Can we come up with a story that we are friendly, that we are there so, I mean, as... It doesn't, perhaps, but why does that matter? I mean, regardless of how friendly we may be, she doesn't care about friendly, she cares about useful, or she cares about inflicting pain. That no. we come with information, that we come... She is going, here's what's going to happen. But In what all information do we realistically have? Here's, no, here's the thing. It's, <laughs> a, it's gonna be a deal. We're gonna walk in, she's not gonna try and fight us right away, she's gonna try and strike a deal. And we will probably have to take that deal, maybe be able to push back ever so slightly in a sort of negotiation, no. potentially, but in Optimistic. all likelihood, we go in, she says, uh, give me that, or tell me about this, or give me your bow or something, and we say yes to it, and we have to be ready for that. I will, uh, okay, no, 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 I'm not saying, yeah, sure. Have my bow well, right before we go. Sophia, to one of you I just I agree. It I agree. sounds like you're not going. Does I, that mean that we're all not going? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not, certainly not sending her in alone, and I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what the best thing to do is. I can't lose this. I will say. <laughs> I'm not taking your, it in. Your endeavors in the Mykonid trade probably stand. The to benefit the to most gain? from this. Oh, I, I agree, but she has more things, certainly, than I do. But this would be to that lose be a lot useful. as well. I, and that's why I said it sounds like you're not going in. Well... What if Graven and I went in? I'll give you the Grimari book. That's the only thing they have that I'd be even remotely upset with them taking. Quickly not looking up from the item. You're also assuming she wants material things? Brainstorm some information. Look, uh, really, I if I'm if I'm being entirely realistic about what I think is going to happen, I think we're going to go in and get in a fight. And I think if we're not prepared to go in and get in a fight, then I, we shouldn't go in. Graven, do you have anything on you that you would be terribly upset if you lost? Again, things like armor, things like weapons. I I don't even have that. Honest, honestly, as Orba mentioned, information, things that we know. And whether that has to do with the Mykonid trade or what's standing out to me right now. I'll happily tell a sea hag about the Mykonid trade. I literally it matters. The fact of what she is could be one of the most important pieces of information we have. So if I tell that to the sea hag, what bad would that do? It's a sea hag that lives in a boat. The world of the undead. Here's the reaches thing. all people. Graven, I don't really care about that. I truly don't. Which might be why I'm the best suited to go in. All the but gods if, fighting if we doesn't bother me whatsoever. If we send one of us in alone, if we send two of us in together, that's still sending two of us in. We don't need to go in there with half of our power. If we're gonna go in, we should go in all of us, or we should go in none of why? us. Why? We shouldn't go in why? Because I'm... I think that it might be inevitable that a fight starts. Why? That's not what anyone has said about Seahags. Because of the letters carved into the back of the body that we just saw. No deal. Yes! I accept the deal, then I won't get murdered. So whatever, but, but, whatever deal, whatever she asks you. So what if she says, you need to go back to Atonement's End? 
What if she says, go the fuck I back? I don't think she can send me back to Atonement's End. That's not She the can do whatever the fuck she likes. It's not a deal that she can enact in this moment, though. What's she gonna do, follow me for the rest of my life? It would be more about what he knows about Atonement's End. I'll happily or... tell them everything I know about Atonement's End. <coughs> I don't give a shit about that. I... Here's the thing that I have over all of you. Oh, good. Now let's hear it. Nothing. Yes. I have nothing in the outside world. I have lived a great portion of my adult life cloistered in a monastery without seeing anything. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar at all. You're what? right, nobody in this group could possibly relate to your experience. Yes, I haven't been given a divine job either. No offense, but you are significantly more important now. Oh, okay. As are you, and you have uh, many things. I don't want to send them, send you in there to die, mate. I've yet to hear a good reason. You have so many wonderful things. <laughs> you have She's so got this, <laughs> you've got that, and you've got... <laughs> I mean, oh I just hear, the thing is, is that all of you, additionally, all of your powers stem from something. She can't take key energy from me. Can, can she not do that? I don't think so. What if she, I'm not trying to die in there. I'm just saying that in terms of a negotiation, I have the you least to lose. You know why I don't want you to go in there, Graven? <laughs> Yes, because he has a god that likes to make him shoot No, 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 things. not just that, but these spores that are in your fucking ma knapsack right now. Well, that I, can't go I care there. less about these spores than... No, I than know, I'm just saying you can't release about those anything. into the sea. Oh, no. So, <laughs> listen, the more I think about this, the more I think that it would be very dangerous for all of us to go in. I also think it's quite potentially then quite dangerous, listen, for me to just go in. But also, I, if we want information, I think that's the safest way to do it. Sure, we, if, if we're gonna do I, that... And I drink one potion decide, of water breathing. I then think... I have to take the spores from you. No, just me. Just me. Just you want to go you. in alone? I don't want to go in I alone, but it's the safest. I... It's not the safest. You're just saying that. Just because you've said it, does it make it a fact? The, big, the biggest problem, I think, here that we haven't really spoken about is that there could be nothing of value for us down there. Yeah, there could be, but there probably will be, right? We have to assume <laughs> there probably will be. I mean, give otherwise, me, listen, why are we here? Listen, give me the keys, I'll give you the book, and I'll run if anyone starts fighting me. Well, but if, what if you can't make it away? What if you can't even have a chance to signal? I do I'll not think that run. anyone should go in there. What if you can't? What if while she was running away, this was carved into her back? What if her running away was when Everyone is saying no to a lot of these ideas without having any good ideas themselves that I'm protect us. I'm saying that you go in with Graven. Or he has a shield. He out. has secrets about gods. Well, he gives me his shield. He has secrets about Orba that are extremely significant to him. So then, okay, you and I go in. I don't bring my bow. Conversation happens over the course of a while. Give me an arcana check. <laughs> During I, I can't even listen to these assholes anymore. <laughs> During this time, also at one other point, maybe forty-five minutes after before. Okay, all right. And then maybe like in five minutes, again. even maybe a little longer this time, six oh. minutes. Oh, Back. she's getting generous. <laughs> it's gonna be seven minutes. Then. Eleven. Eleven. The verdant talisman. Ooh. After squeezing tight in both hands for ten minutes, sort of a little ritual. You can touch one willing creature, including yourself, and bestow upon it the magic of this talisman. The bestowed creature gains 10 temporary hit points and adds 1d6 to initiative rolls while it wears the talisman. It lasts for an hour. Nice. So wow. temporary HP and initiative bonus lasts for an hour, and it crumbles to dust after use. Oh, oh so it's one use. Okay. Boo. <laughs> 
It's a lot of pledge mages because it's stolen a bunch of talents. I know. But yes. Very sweet. Okay. Um. Good news. Mm. Not cursed. Very useful. That's good. It is one use. Uh, mm. That's less good. So and we'd have to attune to it, I imagine. No, you don't. Oh, um, that's good. You just squeeze it with both hands for ten minutes. Ten minutes. That's a long time. Touch yeah, yourself or somebody like else. It's not a mid-combat thing. And um, you're granted um, some temporary life, and, and you get a like a bonus to your initiative roll. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, really man. lost the really good. You lost the thread. Really good stuff. You got a bonus to your. He really describes so many really good shit. items from. I'm tired. Of this. <laughs> it gives you good stuff. Oh, Feels good, uh, man. When you feel a fight starting, I was, you really improve reflex. Yeah. I was hoping it would prove useful for for this specific situation. I'm not sure if it does, but it is quite useful. It might. Whoever's going in should do that. All right. What is the worst case scenario of us all going in? We die. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. So <laughs> also the worst okay, we've been talking. Okay, hold on. Hold on. We have been talking <laughs> as if we're going in ready for a negotiation. We have not talked at all about going in with an ambush. And I just want to talk that out for a I second. I like this idea. I just want to talk it out. We I just need to should. flesh it out. Because if we are entering from an access point, possibly, hopefully, undetected. How many potions of undetected do we have? We would be going in at the same time. As Something. these friends, yes. these okay. Yep. So there would be at least those that are entering. Yep. With us. Yep. On her side. Yep. That's not an ambush. So. Also, how many potions uh, of water breathing do we have? Seven. Not enough. Not enough. We need. It's to enough get... for us to all go in. It's enough yeah. for us to all go in. Not to the. And then somebody doesn't around. have yeah. a potion of water breathing going into the shade assembly, which is not acceptable. Either. Although I do have other people scouting the shade assembly to have. Yeah, I understand. I'm and pockets is coming, and I can hold we my breath a long options, time. We want options, but it okay. comes to the escape Again, route. Again, still, then. just fleshing it out. Here are some pros. We don't even feign going in with negotiations, so we just have, hopefully, some kind of an advantage on an initial attack. We surprise, get, yes, yes. We would have a bit of a surprise. We go in ready. Which I think is huge. I have a small bomb with literally. Can you even shoot up. arrows underwater? Uh, can I? I you can. can. Right? They travel. Like I think they travel dynamic. partial yeah. distance or something. Yeah. You do have a sword. Also, we don't know she if the not. part. Oh, you do. I do have a sword. sword. <laughs> we don't know if the part where the sea hag is currently occupying will be underwater or above it. Do do sea hags breathe underwater? Like, do they? Do I imagine they can? Well, sorry. Do sea hags breathe underwater? They're swimming. Like, yeah, they are amphibious creatures. So they would they? Would they more likely be comfortable in living in water rather than? They are the both water okay. and land. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, and after, if we are successful, we get everything. We don't have to give something up. So if we are truly unwilling to give up items, and we don't have information that we think will be valuable to a sea hag, I think the best case scenario is exactly what you described. Because genuinely. If we go in and do make a deal with her, we are going to have to get something up to get back only limited information in return, only what she's willing to give us. The only way we truly have access to the information that's on this ship is if she is gone. Because if she's gone, we can go in and properly wipe this thing out. But the deal could be, we give you this, you leave us alone, and we rummage the ship. Oh no, but that, but you're wildly optimistic about that's this the deal. deal in a way she's that... not going to... The whole point is you go in, and she goes, 
The okay, tricky, but, but back to the, no, yes, that's they, the they point. Like back to, no, they like what to information or item are we willing to give her? Exactly. That is, that is nothing. I valuable. already said there's nothing that I'm but uncomfortable if saying. Going, right, but if we're all but, going. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. But like, what information do you have that would prove valuable to this sea hag? I think like, the the point is, is she wants to just take something from you. She doesn't want to use it. She just wants to take it from you. Yeah, but so if do you, you don't understand have anything valuable, then she doesn't want it. Because yes. she senses what is valuable to you. What you're describing is a, a, a thing that enjoys just the act of taking something valuable from you so much that she just does it for the fun of it. Yeah. They yes. make so deals. So if you don't have valuables, if you have nothing that you care about, she's she not going to want to. find something. Or she will, or she there, will, there will find be something no from deal. someone else. I'll chip in and say, with Graven and Severe, especially who know a little more about them, that scans to you. If you walk in and you're like, I have nothing I care about, she, she'll find she, something. Well, she'll find something or she'll be like, okay, then you get nothing. You know what I mean? I like, she's not just going to be like, oh, you care about nothing? Here's all my stuff. <laughs> yeah. you, you broke the... Yeah, like, oh, no, but like, but like, could she take like my nunchaku or knife, right? Like... I mean, right. she could take a number of things, but if she, if if your pitch is I care about nothing, therefore I have nothing to lose, she might not make a deal with you at all because you have nothing you care about. Or to be clear, my, I'm not saying that I don't care about nothing, so I have nothing to lose. I'm saying that there are less stakes to what I have to lose to our current mission. So, but what I'm saying is, if we all go in, which we should, because this is a wildly dangerous circumstance, all right, all right. then she is going to find something of the four of ours that she's going to take. And that might be our life, our pride, our ability. I mean, it could be a number of things. Also, I'm, the information that I put forward, I wouldn't want anyone to give her that. It's not the idea that I care about it more. It's that I don't want other people to know it at all. I agree. Which is why it would be a great thing I... for her to try and get out of you. <sighs> right. Look, I think an ambush is our best bet. We can't assume that we're going to go in and not get into a fight. It's stupid. I'm sorry, but it is. It's it's not wise to assume that we're going to be able to go in and get out unscathed. We will lose something great and get something minimal, or, best case scenario, we will fight and we will not have the element of surprise. The... So, if we're doing this... What if... In, in the idea of the surprise, one of us goes in the front door under the guise of a trade. At the same time, other three enter the secret room. I think the front door. All... The front door could be a trap. There could be too many things going on. No, wait. What, what are we considering the front door? The, 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 the breach. The breach. The breach. I think that that's right. too risky. That's the there's there could be traps in there. The whole point of that could be well, that person would then get destroyed. Look, part of the problem is that we don't have enough information. So the thing, the next thing fish. that we need to do, exactly, Norba, is fish. get in touch with our scaly friend. Is it worth? Sh- should I do that now, or should do I wait until the next time the wind changes? Do we? I think I should wait. When we spoke to, when you spoke to the owl. Yeah. Did, the scooter. Yes. Did did they know anything about? The sea hag? Yes, yes. Did uh, they you said spe- it was extremely dangerous and that she was likely to try to take everything that we had. I mean, he said not exactly that, but he said that it was going to be like that he had seen a bunch of people go in and die, is what he had said. That people didn't return. Tip. Yeah, people didn't return. I mean, all he told me was that it was wildly dangerous, that he had seen people go in and that they did not return. 
and that the wind changes and that seems to allow for a moment of entry. But other than that, I know nothing. I just meant, I guess, use that connection to... to I mean, that's what I mean. ...to the area that, you know, you're not just asking a random fish, maybe you're asking a fish who may well, I'll, I'll have connections. I'll fish announce <laughs> myself as a friend of Scooter's. And then... And of that, that uh, what was the thing that I, uh, the big bird that I owned? The Ubli? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a good friend. <laughs> Mention the Ubli. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell him I know. Draw an old name drop. Yeah. While we wait for the sea to change, the wind to change, Come and you talk to the fish. to the shore, then. I think we all need to think to ourselves, and we put it to a boat or something. All right, all right. Okay. So I'll go with Safira to the, keeping an eye on it. Okay. To the Head shore. down to the shore. And again, not near the stones or anything, just off a little ways down the shore. Sure. Yeah, you head down. You can speak with fish for 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. I'm looking at our resources. <sighs> Just, yeah, waiting for the wind to change. I'm ready About, to cast my spell. It, it's shorter in between intervals this time. It doesn't seem regular necessary. This time maybe 25 minutes go by okay. and then. Safira now, wait into the water. Okay, so I want to wade into the water carefully I'm and I want to look for an animal that's uh, like small, but somewhat intelligent. So maybe like a little crab or something. investigation crab, I think Don't they have like no brain? <laughs> Crabs are actually surprisingly smarter than you would think. I... Maybe. Yes. Uh, yeah, or an eel or something. Um, what am I making? What's this check again? Investigation. Investigation. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20. As you wade into the water, you're looking for any signs of motion, and one thing that you see, you think at first is just kind of the waves rolling, but it actually looks like something very flat, and it looks like a, a ray or a skate oh, of some fantastic. kind. Yeah. And it's sort of just below the surface there. It's kind of riding Whoa. the tides a little bit. Okay, so can I kind of... I'm gonna kneel down and I'm gonna like Your knees kind of in the water. In the water. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna kind of. Hello. Um, I'm a friend of Scooter's. Oh, Scooter. Yes. <laughs> I was just wondering um, if, if it would be possible for you to um, tell me some information. You know that ship with the sea hag? <laughs> yes. Right. Um, do you. Know what's inside there? Do, do the fish around here sort of avoid that area, or...? Yes. Does she hurt you guys? Nope. She doesn't hurt you, that's good. Um, does she have friends that are like you? Yes. Okay. Um, do, do you like having her in the water, sort of, generally, or is she a bit of a nuisance? Doesn't seem to be able to fully process the intricacies of that sure. uh, um, question. <laughs> right. You don't like her, or you do? You don't have an opinion? Don't. Don't like her. Interesting. Okay. Now, what, if anything, could I give you? There are lots of fish on the shore. Would you eat those? Four. For going to get a bit closer to her lair to tell us what it looks like, where she is, um, what other animals are there, if there's a weapon in the room, um, that would be really useful. A little too much information <laughs> there. I would say, given your knowledge of their ability to process it, like yeah. pick one or two things that you'd like to make. Okay, okay. Um, right, I want to know. Just, can you tell me where, what, oh. 
we see her struggle. Can you, <laughs> can you tell me the shape of the room? And if she's the only creature in it? Okay. Okay? How many fish would you like me to get you? Friend of Scooter. <gasps> yes. I go now. Okay, thank you so much. Be careful, please. And it kind of fades back into the water a little bit and disappears. I'm going to kind of shake myself off. Any luck? Uh, um, uh, I don't know. I, I, I found a, a, a manta ray and um, he's going to investigate it for me. I think I, he's just going to be able to tell me how big the room is and if there's anything else in it. Hey, Graven. Yes. And DM. Do you know if uh, sea hags like alcohol? In what context? Like if I put some skogmas in the wine we just got, <laughs> will she get super drunk and drink it? You might have to trick her into drinking it. They're not like, no. Not like, Whoa. <laughs> no lushes of the sea. Okay. Also, if the idea is that that bottle came from the ship, she might be flush with it. Yeah. <laughs> she might have his, she's like, oh, that shit? She like opens yeah. the yeah. <laughs> like, We can make like it the spuds. strongest wine yeah. in the world. Yeah. Like, Gold. Well, we're waiting for the manta ray. Perhaps a combination of ideas here. If we go in, mine was a combination of ideas. Looking, if we go in to negotiate, as soon as the asks are made, if there's any ask that is impossible, we attack, and we will likely have more information on what is in that room once Safira gets the manta ray back. But then we're not. If if we go in knowing that we're getting into a fight, we can take a moment to have my invigorating urn or me to cast my mage armor on myself like there's prep that we could do that how long does it. mage armor last an hour cast that anyway no. how long does the urn last no. 10 minutes not long enough only 10 minutes yeah we have to we have yeah, to be so fully prepared if we're gonna do this and you say i don't think we can split the difference even as you said you said if, if it's impossible the whole point is it's not going to be impossible there are there is yes going if to be it's something, something that we will not give up a bow well well, there are plenty of things that I think we would be unwilling to give up. A couple of minutes pass by, and it, you start to see that ray sort of just below the surface coming back a little quicker than you might have expected, uh -oh. to be honest. Yeah. And as it returns, it kind of floats, and then it kind of waits for you to get close enough down to the water there. Down and... Two ways into the ship. Oh, okay, okay. Most of the fish went in one way. Okay. Couldn't get very far. Not all filled with water. Oh, right, okay, good to know, good to know. Um, did you see the sea hag or no? No. No, so she must be in the dry part. These... <laughs> it sort of looks like <laughs> 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 It can't <laughs> come from <laughs> your I can see it. Fucking um, okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> There's a possibility that we might get into a fight with this sea hag. Um, we, we might not, but we, we might. Um, since you said that you don't like her, you are f friends? Yes. Yes. Um, if I were to give you some kind of a signal, would it be possible for you to provide a bit of a distraction for us if the room were to flood? It's a lot of ifs. What kind of distraction? Perhaps... Uh, a bit of a swarm for a moment, and then you could all disperse so you don't get hurt. Give me a persuasion check. Interesting. 
Okay, persuasion, 14. 14. Okay. Okay. Um, should this signal be? I suppose if I do this, if I put my hands above my head, like this, will I be able to see you? If you can't, it wouldn't work anyway because she won't be underwater, so don't worry about it. If you see me do this, then if you could come, that's great. But okay. keep yourself safe, yeah? Okay. Okay, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Tell Scooter I said hello. I will. I am Safira. I will tell Scooter. Well, do you have a name? It's already kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think so. No, he doesn't. Didn't think so. <laughs> Water dripping. <sighs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, so... She's... There are two entrances. The fish were mostly going in the one way. There's one that sort of, uh, I suppose, what is he, was he saying that there was one like underwater? He didn't exactly He said that there describe. was two underwater. He couldn't okay. see the, the breach above because okay. he's only underwater. And he was saying that most of the fish were going in through one hole in the ship or something and that there was two holes in the ship that you could get into. Okay, so there were two holes that we can get into underwater. That would be probably a surprise entry for her. It's mostly fish going in through that area. Wouldn't be a surprise, she's letting them in. Well, it would be a surprise if four humanoids yes. came in through that hole. But uh, the other thing, uh, I asked them, if possible, if I could signal to them and they might make some kind of a distraction if we're in trouble. Problem is, she seems to be in a part of the ship that's not underwater. Um, it, it, there's some sort of air bubble of something down there. There's definitely parts of the ship underwater. Yeah. Well, also, he saw the entire inside of the ship. No, he, he can't see the entire. It's not all underwater, so he didn't see the sea hag. So that's good news. We may not actually need a potion of water in that if he got very quickly inside. I think you're making an assumption there that she's not underwater. Well, there could be parts of the ship underwater that yes. he did not see. For sure, but, but he did not see her. But the good news is, is that if we dive under, listen, the good news is, is, if we dive under, it's very quickly until you're up above water again, so we wouldn't need to take a water breathing potion. That's what he literally just said. Yeah. I mean, she What's may the face? have a way to I, I didn't them. hear what he said, but... That what Safira's communicating, at least... I'm hearing that is that he didn't see the whole ship. That's all I hear. Yes, because he couldn't go further. Yes, because he said that it would be on land. Okay. So, we don't need a potion of water breathing to get in. That's good. Reminder that if we get into a scuffle or anything, potion of water breathing is still valuable because when you're struck, you're holding your breath when you're not under a right. potion of water yes. breathing effect. Right. So just keep that in mind. For you in particular, you need to be careful. This sounds like we're planning an attack right now. Are we planning an attack what right now? What are we feeling, guys? I think we should, I think if we're doing this, we have to do it. The negotiation is my vote. I vote for attack. Is there a vote for not doing this at all? Yes. But then we're divided, so you would be the deciding... Oh, jeez! I know why I'm You spoke last! You spoke last, baby! With one vote in three different directions, they look to Orban. I'm looking past you because I can't see you. <laughs> Somewhere around you. <laughs> he goes, Orba? <laughs> Orba? Erlen old guy. He's old grave. He's facing Orba. Help me talk to Orba over here. Keep vamping. Keep vamping because I don't know. Even we're all just staring at you. Listen, actually, if we're if he didn't see the sea hag, then we could at least investigate an area under the boat without running into the sea hag first. Uh, I think, that's I think she mistake. might detect or see or have a, a fishy he, he, friend. Tell all right. Her. He did say that she did have friends in the water. 
Oh, and he said he would swarm? I, I, I feel a little bit guilty to... for asking, but How... thanks. <sighs> okay, but if we do it, God. we prepare, we use materials. This is a big fight, so we is it make... important enough that we use up some of the plants? I mean, I obviously don't want to... Yes, I think it's important enough to use up, potentially, let's say... I mean, look, obviously, if it gets nasty, we get out. But we've had that plan before, but sometimes we cannot retreat without fatalities. You're right. I Yes, I know. Okay. Okay. I I think we we use whatever we need to use to get out of there alive. I think we have to be prepared to do... If we're prepared to fight, we have to be prepared to lose resources to do it. We can't do it half-assed. We've got to go in there. So if we're going to do this, then we have to be prepared to take those resources away from the fight with the Chimera. And not assume that they'll be replenished by pockets. Well, now I feel like I don't deserve a boat. No, you absolutely deserve a boat. That's not the case. But this is your thing, this is your mission, and I don't want to jeopardize it by using up stuff for for other things. Exactly, this is my concern, this is why we vote, so... I mean, safest option is to leave it alone. Arun, you haven't spoken in some time. I made my vote. I think it's unwise to do anything else. I'll do anything else if the party determines it to be best. I'm also, the offer for me going in by myself still is on the table. I'm, I'm looking kind of away from him, ignoring him and just shaking my head at Orba. But you didn't like my version of it, where you go in the front door as we go in the bottom. No, because I don't want to get destroyed going in the front door. I would like to go in, if I'm going to go in by myself, I want to go in the safest way possible. And I have been thinking, and there is a piece of information I could give them that I wouldn't want anyone to know. Wait, what is the safest way? The way against the, when the wind blows. Right. In order to do that thing, I might need someone with me. Because the only reason it's valuable is because I don't want you to know. And somehow you think that she's not going to want to take something valuable from whoever goes in there with you as well. No, I think she'll be somehow content. I have already argued my point and I have said what I feel. And I have said that I am willing to go in and I am willing to give up a part of myself. I think it might be a stronger if... Someone came with me. I'm gonna ask oh. you guys, in yeah. or out of character, to take a vote here and decide how many you guys are doing. I vote negotiation. I vote turn around. Oh my god. Fuck me. Are you RPing that, guys, or is that what you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> they have already expressed that in character. I'm gonna ask you guys to. to to as people, you can <laughs> do it however you want, <laughs> but you gotta decide. If nobody's changing their vote, the vote was fight. So unless anybody changes it, it's this ranked choice voting where you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. fight, run. Okay, you I'm want going to, turn to confuse away? this. If Orba votes fight, I leave. I'm not fighting. 
I refuse to fight if Orb is involved. Okay, so that's now no, two that for turning good. around and two for fighting. All right, then, then we... Marcus of the Mountain shows up. He's like, oh, I think we should fight. I, uh, then... We can't risk Orba. Okay, in that case, we're going to... You change yours as well. Yeah, of course. If, if, if he's not coming in, if we're, not, if we're not going in full force, then I don't think we go in at all. What's the wind doing right now? It has. <laughs> it has since after the ray came back. There was maybe a couple more minutes, and now it has returned to being with the wind. It's not uh, against the wind at the moment. You son of a bitch. <laughs> we don't do that. Keep our resources for the camera. Okay. I think that's a wise choice. Um. Yep. Okay. I'm kind of giving the ship one last look as like. And that's where we're gonna end. Uh. Guys, I'm Guys! sorry! I'm sorry! I wasn't gonna rescue you from the decision. The decision must be made. I'm sorry. We kept looking at you, oh we kept being talked about this for three hours and we're not doing it. I know. God damn it. Listen, it'd be like that sometimes. It really it really do be like that sometimes. I don't wanna see that sometimes. I said at the end there that we were doing it. <laughs> Because the vote said we were, and then people yes. bailed. I'm not. Bailed. I then made my bailed. point very clear, and I don't want to risk Orba going in. Fair enough. That is where we're going. Fair enough. Tonight's all right. And as the group makes takes some so tentative steps, I'm so mad at all of you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. As ready. the group yeah. takes some tentative steps eastward down the beach, you take a look kind of over your shoulder at the ship. Oh! I mean, walking in you know that means that if you run in there, he's gonna run after you. <laughs> That's true, actually. Orba starts going on this. <laughs> no, 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 it's for next week. We will join you Fuck. next week. Uh, God damn it, shit, fuck, <laughs> I, 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 I apologize? <laughs> Sorry? I think. Sometimes you gotta make some hard to go yeah. through. Oh, I, I'm just And that is where so... we will be. Oh man, A-I-T-A on this week's episode <laughs> discussion. Who is the Who's asshole? The asshole? I think oh, it's me. I put the link in the Discord. I don't think it's you. Know, I, don't think it's, I, I don't think any of us are the asshole. I think we're all a bunch of morons. People want to see us go get fucked up. I am the asshole. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, the videos are the most beautiful ones where we, we almost so die. We almost die, I guess. <laughs> Orb was like, do we consider <laughs> the views? <laughs> but what I want you to consider is you the, thought of the views, you bitch. <laughs> the views, you bitch. Fuck. Um, please go join us in the Discord. Yeah, Pokedoke is going to be making a yeah, little tell channel. Tell us what you would do. Oh my god. And when you vote yeah. overwhelmingly in favor of getting yeah, into trouble. Yeah, oh my god, getting the, the shit kicked out of us. Oh man. AITA, guys. Okay. All right, everybody. So, let, me, let me thank Thank you so much for joining oh, us, Jesus as always. Christ. Oh, I can't thank, with you guys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Oh, I love you all so much. You're, mm. you're my best <laughs> friends. <laughs> so wonderful. Yep. Signing so off. Mad at you. It goes. Sign goes. <laughs> team we goes. goes. We've done two things today. You guys are team leaves, not team. <laughs> no. Sorry, uh, Sticky Bicky rated. Oh, oh. tuned in just, just in time, time to, to watch nothing. Epic. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 <laughs> sub. Oh, giving. Oh, yay! Everybody's being so generous and, and regifting stuff. Oh, wow. um, Ali Slayer did 200 bits. Thank you all Aww. so, so, so very you. much. Please join the Discord and, and check out all the dumb shit. That we yeah, say hey. Give us your plans. What would the hag take from you? Oh, That's the man. prompt. Oh my God. What would the hag take from you? 
As players? Not, I don't know. <laughs> people? Yeah. All right, everybody. Oh, we will see you next week oh, at the same boy. time, seven o'clock, and we will uh, work our way further along the sands toward the isthmus of. Or Orba just runs into. The- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm. Ah, okay. She's by the shore. She's like. <laughs> oh, I feel drawn. Right, oh everybody. my god. Thank you guys so much. Oh, we really appreciate so it. We appreciate the love. Have a great Bye. Day. Bye. Good night. Fuck. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend or leave us a review on the podcast app of your choice. It has been an honor. Until next time. As the Ackley Elves would say, your presence is a gift.